The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual guests. is going on my ghost squad welcome to the armed citizen podcast live i think this is episode number 273 might be wrong about that but today's date is uh tuesday december 27th 2022 the last show of 2022 so hope everybody had a great christmas hanukkah festivus whatever you guys celebrate if nothing else i hope you had fun with your family and friends and whatever that you did uh hope everybody was safe hope everybody uh had a nice cool weekend last week i know we did here we got down crazy crazy temperatures and all that we are live as always on youtube i think we're actually over on twitter tonight i don't know i think i pushed the twitter button by mistake maybe on twitter if you're out there on twitter say hello. we'll see if it goes that well uh if you want to call or text in the show yes you can call or text in the show utilize our ghost tactical hotline presented by free Rumsley gates over at aegis gun care that number is 530-364-4678. Make sure you go check out aegisguncare.com. Really anybody, but especially if you're a veteran and you're in that hole, you're in the darkness and you're looking for the light, call me, text me, email four seven. not email advice, but I might be a decent ear to listen and maybe talk you through some stuff. If you are looking for a way to get into some medical attention, people that can help you medically, remember two things. One, you are not alone in this fight. You have a lot of brothers out here that are willing and able to help you in any way possible. And two, the world is a much better place with you in it. So please utilize the Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Once again, 1-800-273-8255, the Veteran Crisis Hotline. We are spotlighting, as always, the United States Marine Corps. So if you have any questions on what it takes to earn the title United States Marine, see the website marines.com. And as always, we're a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio uh, Network. Good Lord. Uh, make sure you go check out all your favorite pro-gun, pro-two-way podcasts over at selfdefenseradio.net. And we get this off of my ugly mug and bring in the posse for tonight um roboting it might be let me turn off my camera it's been weird i'm going to uh turn that off and i hope uh that might help tell me you guys do i sound better with the camera off it might just be a uh, an internet thing around here i don't know uh hope everybody is having a great time out there hope you had a great like i said a great christmas and all of that so uh We'll dive in with the uh with the crew tonight all the way from the state that has four letters but takes two people to spell it out from the uh, great state of Ohio, I guess. Uh, we got Christmas 740. What's up, bro? Oh, not much. Enjoying vacation. Thank you for the invite. Glad to be here. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, vacation. I was off. Well, we, we had three days off for the Christmas break, but we kind of got ice and snows in um snowed in well i said it was okay when the camera was on so i'm going to turn the camera back on you guys tell me if it, it's roboting or not i don't know um 
anyways, uh, we had Friday off as well. So I really had four days off, which is unheard of for me. Um, I think I've had, I had nine days off, including shot show last year, nine or 10 days off all year prior to this week. So, um, I had a little 50% of, uh, days off in, in, in a row that I had all year. So that's kind of cool. It's nice to have four days off. Saw the kiddo and all that had Christmas and all that. So hope you guys in Ohio know you guys are probably a lot colder than it was down here, but, um, I hope you guys are at least, uh, we were talking all fair a little bit. You guys are talking about frozen pipes and, I know that's a thing, so I hope everyone's pipes are not bursting right now as they thaw out. But um, from the great, well, I'm not going to call the great state, from the state of Oklahoma, the mayor of Town himself. What's up, gun snob? Yo. Yo I, really thought you were gonna, I really thought you were going to introduce Rogue and just didn't know how, how to count, how to, uh, just didn't know how to count how many letters are in Montana, so. But I can't talk, so I'm oh, just going to be quiet that's, now. That's fair. Yeah, well, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, you've probably been busy, too, over the weekend. I'm sure you had a bunch of stuff going on. I think everyone's kind of taking today as the day to relax and recover from the, the long weekend, but, you know. Yeah, I, uh, I haven't been to work since, well, to today, since Thursday, so I didn't go Thursday. Yes, so. same way with me. Nice. I had a nice. five-day weekend. I actually took, yeah, and I actually took a half a day on Thursday because it started snowing and stuff, so we came home. You mean so. people don't play golf in the freezing rain and snow? No, we actually covered the green, so they were, uh, I guess they could hit from tee to green, but they just couldn't putt, so hit to the green and take an automatic two-putt for sure, yeah, but no, uh, we have a bunch of guys that are fair-weather golfers, to say the least, so once it gets below 50, they pretty much pack it in, so that's what it is. What are you going to do? Uh, from the non-tactical Kansas... Uh, that, that's the actual state of Kansas. And here in Arkansas, we're the tactical Kansas, the AR Kansas. But uh, from the ta- from the non-tactical Kansas, I guess we'll call it the FUD Kansas, if you will. Um, we've got, well, we've got two people from there. We've got Gizzard Gary and George. What's up? Hey, not a whole lot. And uh, I haven't been to work in a couple of weeks. And furthermore, I don't intend on going back anytime soon. Well, says the guy who's petting his pussy, but it is what it is. You know? <laughs> yeah, be jealous. <laughs> yeah, oh, I would if I could. I would. <laughs> uh, yeah, happy, um, happy. Congrats on the uh, retirement. Like I said, man, it's Thank nice you. to see that someone that's 193 years old finally retire. It's you, you earned that's right. it. Right. Definitely. Thank you. It. Thank you. I think you're the last one from the graduating class that included Abraham Lincoln to retire. So hey, you've got that going for you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and from, I guess it's the Big Sky. Is that, is that is that the nickname up there, Yellowstone Way? We've got the Rogue Banshee. What's up, man? Yeah, it's Big Sky Country up here. And uh, that sky was falling last week with our temperatures, too, man. It uh, it got brutal up here last week. So I heard, I, I heard you guys had wind chills of like negative 70. Is that true? No, there was an actual temperature of negative 70. Oh my god. Oh, see, I just assumed it was yeah, no wind, wind, so uh, wind chill. that was yeah, that was up in that was up in the high line, but here in Helena, uh Thursday, I think it was negative thirty-five when I woke up in the morning. Pass. <laughs> I don't want to move and any then, uh, north. And then uh yeah, then the, our wind chills here in Helena were were like negative eighty. Um so but what's, so, what's so messed up is that it, it was it's been in the forties since Sunday. Huh. So now we're having flooding. 
<laughs> so at what point is it zero? Is it at what point does does it really matter if it's minus 70 or like minus 10? I mean, at what point do you, you stop like caring? It's just cold. It, it, dude, it's just cold, man. It's, it, when, when you get into those negatives, I mean, we we hit uh, three and a half days where our highs were still in the negatives. So it was just it was just damn cold, man. I think in uh, I think in those three days we burned a quarter of a quarter of a quart of wood, just trying to stay warm. At what point wow. do you rethink your decisions on living in Montana? Never. This is fair. Never. That's, especially when you have, especially question. when you have a, uh, a a state AG that goes to bat for you. As, as far as what? Uh, that had that. Oh, oh so yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Yeah, my state my uh, my state attorney general sent a uh, sent a letter to uh, YouTube demanding one of my videos go back up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm holding my breath, waiting for that video to come back too. That seems no man. Hey, you gotta do. You gotta, for me, that just seems like an awful lot to get a video back up. <laughs> and I know that it was a principle, it was, it was, anything, but still, it, it and it wasn't. It, the funny thing is, is I wasn't pissed at YouTube. I was pissed at the five senators that, that wrote the letter to take it down. Yeah. But yeah, no, I understand it, it is that. I understand that. From EAA. You've got the mascot himself. What's up, homie Chase? What's up, man? How you doing? Good. So uh, are you at home? Or are you still at work or what? Oh, no. I'm at the house. Okay. can't go back to work today, but I'm at the house. There you go. There you go. I figured he was going to tell us how he's freezing with 50 degrees down there. <laughs> no, I'm not a pussy like some of the other people around here. Yeah. He has, he has experienced cold weather in... In Alabama, at some points in his life, oh, but yeah. uh, last week was not one of them. Obviously, would it get below below forty at all, or what? Did it get below forty there? Oh my god! It actually kind of got below freeze. I bet you people are freaking the hell out. Oh, dude, it snowed on Christmas Day. Like it legitimately snowed, sleet in Florida. Like this far down in Florida on Christmas Day, people lost their minds. <laughs> You gotta love that. I'm outside shorts. Uh, like, what are y'all bitching about? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from the great, great state of Texas. Uh, you you stop it. From the great state of Texas. Shotgun rider here. The tactical virus. I mean, uh, Leprechaun himself. What's up, Clover? How are you? Hey. You know, you were talking about extra about you know busted pipes or whatever yeah i've yeah. got two i've got two i found another one today oh i knew you had one going to your hot water heater was the other one coming off the main or you ever even get to the house i was like that why sucks. is it i was like why is it wet over there you know um and then yeah later on i mean there was like a little stream coming out of the ground I'm like oh that sucks. Turns out yeah. it wasn't just the dog peeing over there. The reason it was wet. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. So yeah, it I happens. Got, I got two two pipes. I've got to fix tomorrow. So yay. But you know, I told my wife. I said, you know, things happen for a reason. I didn't go 
to the hardware store today. I figured out what arrow I needed for the one, right? But I didn't go get anything. And I'm like, things happen for a reason. I'm like, I didn't go to the hardware store. So now I don't got to make another trip back. I can just get it all at once. There you go. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, do you have a shotgun of the week for us? How about the Cobra DS10? Okay, that I'm assuming it's a 10 gauge. I'm just gonna no, go. No, no, okay. No. Uh, oh, did, I say, did I say? Did I say 10? I meant 410. You did. Um, oh, the 410. Okay. Yeah, which is basically if you ever seen the little Cobra side by side Derringer looking things, it's basically envision one of those with. 18 and a half inch barrels and a folding stock that is like a skeletonized stock that holds shells in the stock. So, so I'm just going to throw this out there. I want you to answer this honestly. Uh-oh. Do you think that I would ever imagine that kind of thing in my mind? Double barrel Derringer? Maybe. I don't think I'm not, not, not yet. I'm not there. I'm not there yet. I have I have been being uh, told that I'm getting closer to FUD level, but I'm not there yet. So double barrel Derringer. It sounds kind of cool, but awful there. lot of 1911s and high powers and stuff going on. I'm just saying, I'm I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. If I ever get there, someone just hit me over the top of the head because I'm I'm mean at it with a uh, shotgun. I mean, sure, with whatever. At, at that point. If I reach that level, it's really not going to matter what you hit me over the head with. It's all good. Uh, it is all right. Two A syndicates out there. Let's say hi to some people out there in the chat. Say hello. Uh, off the X. What's up, Lance? He says it's been a long time since I was first. Millsurp duos out there. Chris is running double duty. Tactical fud. What's up, Buck? I think Buck uh, did us a, a solid and through the. Uh, he, th- he sent me a text earlier and said he threw up the. Uh, the sweepstakes over on Reddit. I would like to do that, but they ban me on Reddit. So it is what it is. Uh, but uh, thanks to Buck for that. Uh, let's see here. Marcus is out there. He says, good evening, everyone. Happy holidays. Sorry I missed last week. I was busy doing last minute Christmas shopping. I hope everyone got what they wanted from Santa. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, the buzzer just went off. The, my, the most excited I've been in a long time is my daughter gave me a bean sprout maker. And I love sprouts and now, I in four days or three days, I think it's 72 hours, I'm able to make my own sprout. So I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, the thing just went off. So when I get done with the show, I'll have to see if I have sprouts or not. It's kind of cool. Kind of cool. And they got me a watch. So uh, it's even better. But yeah, this, the bean sprouts, pretty badass. Liking that. And Clover knows how much I like sprouts. So um, it's nice to be able to have sprouts in three days now. Uh, let's see. Grim90, the tactical Reaper himself. What's up, Reaper? Uh, that's awesome. I hadn't seen, hadn't seen Grimm in a while. He's been busy, I'm sure. Uh, I think he's, well, I don't know. I want to give his profession away, but I, let's say this time of year, he has a little bit of a couple weeks off. Uh, so hopefully he's off. But that bearded guy's out there. Screaming Skull Saloon's out there. What's going on? Uh, let's see here. Gizzard Gary's working double duty. G Web says, uh, have a good show. He's got a link if he wants to jump in. Uh, speaking of which, they had a marathon shot show here in Clover this morning. So if you guys are interested in, if you're the first time going, they went on, they went to talk about elevator speeches. They've made up for last week. That's for sure. That's for damn sure. They did make up for last week. They had two shows in one faux shizzle, uh, rogues out there working double duty. 
Robert Adams says, hello, everyone. Hello, Robert. Uh, Ozzy's out there. What's going on, Ozzy? Mystic's out there. Hello, darling. Uh, Sam of Anarchy's out there. What's going on? Just kind of scrolling through. She fires. What's going on? You know what? I need to send a link. I'm gonna, I'll put the link out in the chat. If she fires, wants to jump in. This will be her first time to go, so maybe she has some questions and all of that. I might throw that link out there. Woods is out there. What's up, Woods? And I think, oh, Coop's out there. What's up, Coop? And 2A Syndicate. I think I said that one's out there. Clover's out there. Yo, Mr. Knives is out there. What's going on? So I'll tell you what I'm going to do is she fires, wants to come in into the chat. I want to paste, I want to post the link out there. If you want to jump in, you're more than welcome to. If not, hey, I totally understand. Um, before we get going on the topic, we do know that every Thursday, Saturday, and Monday, typically at 10 a.m. over on a YouTube community tab, we have our ghost tactical polls where we have a good time talking about some questions and all that. Uh, let's go through this week. Uh, we, we didn't initially, I think we went like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I can't remember exactly, but we didn't do it exactly the normal thing. But um, over 800 votes of these. What is the worst Christmas song title ever? Bon Jovi's Backdoor Santa. Tiny Tim's. Santa Claus has got the AIDS, the killers with Don't Shoot Me Santa, or Mistletoe by Justin Bieber. Um, Clover, I want to start with you. Worst, worst one ever. Mm, I'm going to say Mistletoe by Justin Bieber because the other ones are funny. They are funny, but yeah, I think anything with Justin Bieber has to be on the worst list. Let me, well, yeah, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> Oh, my God. oh I, have, I have a whole Spotify soundtrack with nothing but Bieber. So is that um, Saturday Night Live? Is that Kate McKinnon? That Kate does, McKinnon is oh great my Justin Bieber. Oh, God. It does Justin Bieber. Yeah. It's amazing. It's perfect. Yeah, she does a great job with that. Uh, Chase, which one of, the, of those is the worst Christmas song? Well, I mean, I'm going to have to choose Bieber just because it's Bieber. Yeah, that's so, true. Backdoor Santa wins the internet. Backdoor Santa, you know, I, I thought that way, and then I saw Santa Claus has got the AIDS by Tiny Tim. Santa Claus has got the AIDS. I have never listened to that song, um, and I don't think I ever will. But just the title alone well, is well, intriguing. If it's Backdoor Santa, I kind of get. Okay, we might have got the AIDS. Maybe that was the. That's how we got the AIDS. You know, yeah. That was the sequel to Backdoor Santa. Is now Santa Claus has got the AIDS. I get it. Yeah. I wasn't going to say it on air, so I was just typing it in a private chat, and then Clover just says it on air. So I was like, ah, right, whatever. <laughs> and that's how the world got monkeypox, kids. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, Rogue, what about you? Is there is there a worse, or that all of these just combined just help us all? Uh, man, I gotta go with Bieber. Just, I mean, it's Bieber. I mean, but the sad thing is, that he's just an easy punching bag. But, Have you guys ever seen um, the roast that he had? No, no, I, 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 I avoid him. It was Bieber. phenomenal. It was, um, it was great, and you know what? I have a lot. I don't have a lot. 
I have a little bit of respect for Bieber and how he handled it because his roast at the end was pretty epic. But uh, the best one of all was Martha Stewart was on there. And, oh, my God, whoever wrote her roast was amazing. It was awesome. Um, yeah, Bieber is just Bieber. I mean, what are you going to do? What are you going to say? You know, that's what it is. Gary, what about you? I don't think you could top Tiny Tim personally. That's And considering the man's been dead since 1996, that had to have been quite a few years ago. So Maybe he got, nah, I don't know if he got the AIDS or not, but maybe he. Maybe he was backdoor in Santa. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> don't know. you never know. <laughs> I'm going straight to hell. You're going straight to hell right on. <laughs> in a handbasket, no less. Yeah, probably so. Snob, talk to me. I was a little tied up at the moment. Sorry. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. You were looking for a nice avatar. Is that Kate McKinnon or Bieber himself? Uh, well, you'll have to decide that on your own. Bieber, of yeah. course. <laughs> Chris, what do you think? I got to go Bieber because I can't stand the guy. But yeah. part of me just kind of wants to go off on another screen right now. And I want to hear this time. <laughs> I, you know, I, I there's a part of me that will listen to it eventually. Um, yeah, sixty two percent of us say that anything Bieber is the worst Christmas song ever. At twenty eight percent, Santa Claus has got the AIDS came in second. Uh, Backdoor Santa came in third at seven percent, and Don't Shoot Me Santa by the Killers gets in at four percent. Speaking of Bieber, uh, have you seen him lately? That's my avatar. That's what he looks like right now. What now? This is the current Bieber picture. This is what he's looking like right now. He looks a lot like Gary. I never noticed how much they have. They, I, I never really realized how much they look alike. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, he's growing his hair out and all that. So, yeah. 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 I, I, You know, I guess with the longer hair, it, he kind of does look like Gary a little bit. Mm -hmm. Gary, did you ever notice that you look like Bieber? Have people I've, I've, on been, I've been told that to before, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you look like somebody famous, somebody dead. <laughs> yeah. By the way, in case you people are wondering who Tiny Tim is, that's Gary's little avatar there. <clears throat> I think he was famous for another reason besides, didn't he like get married in like Johnny Carson or something back yes, in the 70s did. or yes, something like that? It was a weird, it was a weird dude. Yep. Weird, 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 weird. Clover's name. really having fun with the names. Yes, he is. Yes. Gary Bieber. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> the world's oh, good Lord. <laughs> uh, what is the best? This has 1.5 thousand votes. What's the best holiday meal? Turkey, ham, chicken, pot roast, or other? Uh, let's start with uh, Chris this time. What's the What's the main dish for Christmas for the Christmas feast. I got to go other on that. Got to have prime right. rib. Okay. I would not have. Okay. Well, yeah. Can't go wrong with the prime rib anytime. Um, yeah. I, I, I've never, I've never had prime rib for Christmas dinner, but yeah, I mean, I'm never going to turn prime rib down. So I agree. That's, with our, that's that. our tradition every year. Prime rib for Christmas. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. Uh, Snaw, what about you? What's the uh, feast main course? I mean, typically it's ham, but yeah, 
all my family get-togethers, but I actually made a roast Christmas night. Yeah, we us. did. We did roast this year. We usually have ham. We usually do the turkey for for Thanksgiving, ham for Christmas. We did a pot roast this year, and it was really, really good. So, um, I like a pot roast, but yeah, um, yeah, can't go wrong with any of them. Um, Chase Bieber, uh, Mister Bieber, what about hey, you? What was my options again? Good lord, I didn't even pay attention. Turkey, no, ham, no, chicken, no, pot no. roast, or other. I mean, traditional is ham, but we've gotten on like a surf and turf kick the last few years, so I'm going to say other. Oh, nice. Like steak and lobster stuff? Like steak and like local seafood, so be it fish or shrimp or whatever. Shrimp or something, yeah, that sounds yeah. good. Okay, what the hell are y'all talking about? I don't even want to know. Like, I, I don't even want to know. Like, seriously, I, I don't want to know. Uh, rogue up there in Montana, y'all eating like elk and shit for Christmas or what? Uh, no, we were having, we had a turkey. We did it. We did a turkey this year. Christmas, interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We usually we do a ham, but, uh, this year we, we had a, we had a couple of frozen turkeys still. So we, uh, we cooked up turkey and then made soup. Can't beat that. Can't beat that. Y'all are killing me out there. I'm just saying y'all are killing me out there. <laughs> Wow. Uh, the chat has taken a life of its own, and I think Snob and Lance are out there just just destroying. Luckily, this thing is not monetized. Or, I just uh, made one comment talking about parking my boat. That was all I was talking is that, about. Is that, is that what that is? Parking yes. your boat, huh? Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, Brisket Gary. What about, by the way, um, thanks, Clover Tech, having fun with these names. But uh, Brisket Gary, what, what, what about for you? Actually, I did that. That's what we had for Christmas is brisket. That's what my daughter normally cooks. Oh, she does. Oh, okay. Clover Tech was out there changing. Yeah, I changed it back, and then I changed yeah. it to this to be more topical with my labeling. Oh. So, yes, brisket. It's definitely the way to go for Christmas. Beef is what's for dinner. It is what's for dinner. Um, Amen. Yeah, I'm all about a good brisket for sure. Can't beat that. Uh, are you are you down in my way yet? Are you not, you're not down here yet? Are you, Gary? Not until Friday. Friday. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Clover, would y'all eat like some keto freaking weird yeah. ass shit? No, I had ham and uh, ham and turkey both actually. So. Oh, how that's about tough. That? That's tough. You know, I'm gonna say. I'm going to say ham, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think traditionally ham's probably the one. Uh, we typically do a ham, but we did pot roast. Actually, last year we started kind of doing a thing where we kind of start doing, like, picking, like, our favorite stuff. Like, we'd have, like, homemade, like, pot stickers that we did. We did that this year as well. Um, kind of instead of having this thing, it was, every, hey, everybody pick, like, a uh, dish and we'll do it that way so it was pretty cool that was kind of fun but 39 percent of the 1.5 thousand votes say ham is the best holiday meal uh coming second with 27 percent is turkey pot roast coming in at 15 percent other coming in at 10 percent and chicken coming in at nine percent a bunch of people on the other um we still like steak and 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 there's some lamb out there. 
um, a lot of like Mexican food, but prime rib got a lot of, a lot of, uh, mentions out there. And like I said, um, I had not heard the prime rib. It, it makes sense, but yeah, um, a lot of pot roast, um, comments out there saying that's good, but yeah, uh, to be able to like Mac and cheese and, and all that stuff. So yeah, there's, there's quite a bit of, uh, and it's, and it's cool. I think that's, what's great about you guys. Everyone out there has their own traditions and, and all of that. So um yeah we know who's guilty of changing chase's name because he can't spell well i i i did not change it usually i would say that's fine but uh, i did not change i did not change that one. Oh, so it wasn't you that misspelled huh no that was not me that was totally chase oh, okay chase. well clover would have done it on accident Stakes you ever seen that Chase's company only has three letters? He's not having to spell a What's whole lot. What's wrong with it? Life. Doesn't it say steaks and scrimps? Yeah, scrimps, man. It's supposed to say steaks, steaks and scrimps. Them scrimps be good. <laughs> uh, our last poll question, so we can actually move on away from this. One point five thousand votes. What's going to be the popular caliber in twenty twenty three? I gave you a choices of ten millimeter, two two three slash five five six. Five seven six five Creed or eight six blackout. Uh, let's start with Rogue. What say you, Rogue? None of the above. Okay, what do you think it's going to be the caliber of the year in twenty twenty three? I think this is going to be the year of the thirty super carry. No, <laughs> have fun with that. I hope you didn't buy <laughs> stock. Yeah, sailed. Yeah, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. I, if no, you say two two four Valkyrie, then I hope you didn't buy stock in that shit either. So. No, I think um, I actually think it's going to be nine millimeter. I think I think okay. we're going to see a lot of nine show up. Uh, I, I think that nine's always going to be around. Um, nine and and twenty two LR. I think those are the two calibers that no matter what's going on in the world or the year, or whatever, it's a, those two it's are going to have their 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 slots. You know. See, nine millimeter and twenty-two. It's kind of like yeah, I mean, you can like barter with it. You know, nine millimeter is like a buck, and twenty-two is like a penny. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Lance says nine millimeter for the win again. Absolutely, I, I I tend to agree with that one. Uh, Chris, what about you? What do you think is going to be the caliber of the year next year? Uh, it'll be nine millimeter. I think you're going to see a lot of these companies are going to start putting out steel frame guns now. I know we got M&P just did that. We're going to see Canik putting one out. So I think we're going to see a lot of that coming out in 9 mil. And 10's going to be right there behind it. I think 10's going to be super popular even through 2023. I think that, I think this is my personal opinion. I think 10 millimeter hasn't even really scratched the surface of the, of the comeback of popularity. I think people are going to start uh really enjoying 10 millimeters especially when prices come back down and they have come back down on 10 millimeters so yeah i think there's a lot of 10 millimeters gonna that's gonna um be be back and i really don't think that it's fizzling out i think it's gonna get stronger and stronger i think there's a lot of a lot of companies are gonna start putting some 10 millimeter stuff out that um instead of putting out a 40 or even a 45 that 10 millimeter might be something they put out instead of that so it'll be interesting to see that um Snob, what about you? Um, well, I tend to agree that I'm a big 10 millimeter fanboy, but for some stupid reason, I think it'll be 5.7. 
because they're, now so. they're dropping those AR uppers in 5.7 and eject through the magwell. And I don't know. I'm just not. Maybe it's because I'm poor and can't afford the ammo. But I've just never been thrilled with 5.7. The 5.7. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> I like it. It's I a like neat it. round, but I think that's going to be more popular this year. It'll be the big thing, everybody trying to. I hope not. Um, Doesn't you know, I, 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 you know, it, 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 it yeah. Fun little I'm round. Sure but it's, it's, it doesn't impress me much. Yeah, yeah, she does, but um, yeah. <laughs> it's a whole other. It's a whole other uh, discussion there, Gary. What about you? What do you think is going to be the caliber next year that's going to be popular? Well, it's not going to be the thirty super carry, but I thought maybe they'd come up with a new one that would be more along the lines of something you'd like. So we're going to have a forty super carry probably. Oh, that would, uh, yeah, that, that's right up my alley. <laughs> Let's take that 40 cartridge and cut it down for Ghost. Yeah, that, yeah I'd probably, mine. yeah, I'd probably really take a crap on that if I found something. I've, like I voted 10 millimeter in the poll. I, and I'm never shot it, probably never will, but that's where everybody seems to be going. You've never shot 10 millimeter? No. Y'all told me that my hands were too small. I couldn't hold on to the. <laughs> well, we probably did say that, but we probably didn't mean <laughs> uh, So you have one and one job only during range day this year is to go shoot as many 10 millimeter pistols as you can find on range day. I wonder if EAA is going to have one. You're on. I wonder if EAA is going to have one. So I'm have a plethora of 10 millimeters. Just <laughs> Gizzard, you need to go see Chase. All right, and you need to film me doing it. Shoot I do. Video. I do. Oh, we're definitely gonna film you. You know, because I, I hope I hope you're not like Clover, because Clover <laughs> Clover's wrists are a little weak. We're just gonna say that. So it's kind of funny when he shoots ten. Um, we will be filming Clover when he shoots ten, but you know, I, I hope he doesn't injure himself. Bring it back to finger split. Hey, somebody's somebody's behind him to carry. To catch him when he when the recoil knocks him over. Well, I, I think Chase might have like maybe a splint or a, a soft cast on standby for Clover just in case mm -hmm. it breaks breaks a bone in the wrist or yeah. something. I don't know. We'll park the ambulance next to us. We're gonna have fun on range day, folks. Oh, leprechauns, <laughs> leprechauns are not recoil sensitive. Just saying. Do leprechauns even have wrist bones? I'm just saying. No, no, but we do have, apparently have peaky pendants. Yes, you do. Yep. You, you see, Peaky. Weak ones, too. Oh, hey. You know? Now everything that Clover drinks, he's got his pinky sticking out. So, And when he shoots, he's got his pinky sticking out. I it's, thought he was just refined. I didn't realize it was an injury. You know, we were talking it, about... See, you've know. been picking on the handicap. You've been picking on the handicap. <laughs> Shame on you. Oh, you're, you're, you're Triple con. <laughs> You know, what we were saying, talking Chris? about the 10 millimeter, and I've been reloading a ton of 10 millimeter the last few weeks, and I have noticed that a lot of the factory ammo is not much better than 40. It's all like way underpowered, and I've even started to notice in a lot of the books that I have, I don't even think, I mean, a lot of the max charges I still think are way under what it's capable of. So Lay I've been kind of pushing a lot of it over the max charges that are published because I don't know about all the books, but I know my Hornady manuals and 
my Nosler manuals, it all seems to be pretty underpowered. Find you some, find you some older books, and, and yeah. There you go. Um, 56. Now, 9mm was not on the list, obviously, um, for a reason. Uh, 56% of the 1.5 thousand votes say that 223556 will be the popular caliber in 2023. Followed in second place with 18% by 10 millimeter, 65 Creed at 10%, 86 Blackout at 9%, and the 57 at 8%. Um, once again, I, I think that the, obviously the, the 223 is the 9 millimeter of rifle caliber. So, 223 is always going to be big. 22LR is always going to be big. I think you're always going to see 9mm be big. Um, Chase dropped. I mean, he might be having issues with the signal, but he'll come back in and all that. But yeah, I, 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 I tend to agree that 10mm is going to be big. I think there's going to be a push for 5.7, and I think that's going to be a mistake. I think there are going to be some companies that are trying to push the 5.7 again. I just, I, I just, I just don't. Uh, and Chase just got skipped. Um, I was um, going to come on last for you, but you, but you went away. So, for you guys at EAA, um, I know you guys have some stuff coming down the line. Uh, you may or may not be able to talk about, but uh, aside from nine millimeter, what's kind of the caliber that you guys are going to be pushing this year? Well. You know, much to Clover's delight, there's going to be a lot of 10 millimeter action going down. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Y'all kind of have a bit of a heads up on that Senator. already, but it's coming. A little bit uh, tomorrow, I believe. I believe tomorrow. Yeah. And you're welcome for all the steel guns. I got everybody on that trend. That was a year and a half ago. Yeah, you guys I wanna... have uh, some stuff out, but yeah, there's a, there's there's another gun coming out uh, that I'll get my hands on. I think people get their hands on tomorrow at least i will tomorrow yeah so this should be hitting y'all soon there's a lot of cool new stuff coming out like lots. yes there is i just want to change my statement to i think mine's going to be the 12.7 millimeter this year the what a 12.7 millimeter that's what's going to be big this year i'm down let's go <laughs> okay Ghost can't do that math in his head, so he's no. out. Yeah, I can't. Come on, I don't know. You know that one. Twelve seven ninety nine. Come on, bro. Fifty. I know. Uh, it's never going to be the caliber of the year, bro. Uh, just because <laughs> we can dream. Probably okay. it's pretty expensive. Honestly, what is what is what is a like a fifty AE running these days? Or 50 B and G. Those are about five bucks around, aren't they? Yeah, but I said nobody cares about that 50 AE garbage. We want the real stuff. Yeah, well, there's a lot of people that actually are there. There's, there's actually been more handguns last few years come out in 50 AE than, than there should be, but than I expected, obviously. But that's uh, it's kind of a thing. Um, Chicago Mike the Shooter says, Ghost Clover EA is coming out with a 2311. Really? Is that true, Chase? I mean, Possibly, maybe <laughs> that's pretty. That's a pretty terribly hidden secret. Chicago, yeah, Chicago <laughs> Mike. Chicago Mike been reading the internet, man. Oh yeah, the internet is is on fire. Especially when we put those bags on the site the other day. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, 
But what the cool thing about the possibility of that gun is who you guys are are partnering with possibly to do that gun. So I will yeah. uh, just wait, just wait and see, guys. Just wait till we'll, shot we'll, show. Everybody yeah, who goes but... to range, they'll get to see that earlier than everybody else, obviously. But that'll get some attention. Is that what the Gun Collective was talking about this evening? Is that the Oracle? Yeah. I'm watch yep. the Gun Collective. Somebody sent me I'd some pictures it. of it I'd over the weekend. It. Secrets out. <laughs> Which one? Yeah. We don't have a gay name for it. So. No, I, I tell you what, we were talking about this is... Um, there's going to be a couple companies out there that are going to be relatively pissed off in the next month or so at you guys, I think. Oh, it's Not coming it in at a hot price point starting out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Roll call, what's my what's my thoughts on the Glock 45? Is it worth it to get? I, I don't have a 45. Not a 45 HP, a Glock 45. It's still a 9mm. Um, I do know people that have the 45. They swear by I'm still going to go with a 19 or 17. That's just me. Um, but I also am liking Gen 3 stuff, and I think the 45 is more like the Gen 5 style and all that. So I, I, I'm not going to sit there and say it's a great gun or bad gun. I don't have a whole lot of experience. Actually, I have very little, maybe, maybe three or four rounds in one. Um, but a lot of people like the 45. So I'm not going to say I have a 45 MOS. So, and you like it? I love it. It's my favorite yeah. Glock mm -hmm. I own because it fits my hand really well because I have big hands, so the 19s is a little yep. small for me. I like that yep. 19X45 style frame. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I'm not... I, I've heard nothing but good things about it, but I'm still... And the Gen 5 trigger is excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah, all all of mine are all Gen 3s. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm never going to say anything. Uh, what do you guys think about Have you any experience with the Glock 45? Go ahead and, and, and speak your piece because I have very limited experience with it. Nope. All right. Sounds good. Um, let's go up here see if there's any questions. There was a couple questions that I saw, I think. Uh, Revolutionary Hippie says, I have a question that is just a question. If I had a bump stock, is it illegal to own it or is it illegal to have it on any firearm? Um, yes. Technicality? Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes, actually. I, I, I would I not take legal advice from anyone on this panel, nor would no. I post that in the chat. Just saying. Yeah. But, you know, don't answer the door if it comes knocking tomorrow. Just saying. Yeah. Current litigation notwithstanding, I wouldn't be in openly admitting that I still own one currently. Yeah. And, I would keep, and if I was, I would keep my dogs put away. <laughs> Absolutely, because always terminating Fido is just looking for a reason. Well, he said, happy yeah. had a it was a hypothetical. Hypothetically. It yeah. It's just a question if. It's just a question if. If. if yeah, but. People, people's doors have been knocked down for less. <laughs> Probably. This is true. And they're really uh, upset right so. now after the Google debacle over the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, Carey with a nice super chat. Says, keep fighting the boomer still at the hospital with Angel, but I'll call her. She might be able. Yeah, there was a car accident in the uh, family with Mandatory Carey, so all of our thoughts and prayers are 
going out to everyone involved with that. Hope everyone gets healthy. Uh, I think everyone will be okay. It's just going to take some time, I think. But uh, hope everything works out for you. Um, you made my day the other day, Chase, when you sent me that. I was so excited. I was sending it to everybody. It some weird-ass shit that was sent. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Um, you know, I wonder sometimes. I'm not on. It is, and be thankful. I'm just going to say <laughs> Um, there's some weird shit that goes through some of our, our text chats or, or Instagram feeds or DMs. And there's a part of me that wonders if Chase actually does any work or if he spends all of his day trying to find weird crap to, uh, you know. I think he was just randomly Googling ATF Tulsa for some reason. I don't even know why he was doing that. I don't either. know. Why. Yeah. It just randomly popped in my mind that day. It was great. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what the ATF and Tulsa is up to. Oh, he, oh it's a he game also sent me one. He also sent me one about half an hour later. It's like FBI Arkansas. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's like, really? They like, all got really? trolled. Like, yeah. uh, everyone got trolled. Like, 1,400. Offices or something all got trolled. It was, it was and they awesome. were they were <laughs> changing crazy. them quicker than than Google or whatever could fix them back. It took, it was it took Google two solid days to catch up. It was that bad. It was yeah. great. Yeah. It was amazing. It was truly amazing. And um, by the way, uh, TJ's patches will be ready for Shot Show. Oh, sweet! <laughs> yes, I uh, want one of those. ATF. Yes. It's the ATF. Mine, mine was not. So I'll, I'll probably have mine maybe for NRAM. But uh, yeah, uh, his is. I think it says ATF. We'll shoot your dog too, or something like that. It's pretty awesome. Mine is going to say ATF, and it's going to say Waco, Texas's largest barbecue. Um, Waco Memorial Barbecue, twenty twenty three. And we're going to give those to the ATF people um, when we go to shot or NRAM or whatever at their booth. Just here's a hundred free patches. Obviously, I'll keep a few of them for myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's gonna be awesome. All right, so <clears throat> it is past the Christmas break, which means now we are officially, as a matter of fact, we are officially three weeks from today um, in Shot Show. And Three weeks from this time right now, I'm not going to say there's going to be some shenanigans going on next uh, three Tuesdays from now, but there very well possibly could be some shenanigans going on that night. Um, but yeah, we're three weeks away from shot starting today. Uh, some of us will be getting in a few couple days ahead of time and doing some other stuff and all of that. But um, what we're going to talk about is kind of prepping for a shot, not necessarily like prepping, like, you know, what some people think, but like how we're preparing to go to shot, what we're, what we're going to get done for the next three weeks, what we're looking forward to and all that. And then obviously I wanted to bring chase in on this one because we're all going here uh, on this panel. We're going to be there as content creators in media. Uh, Chris will be there for his first time. Rogue will be there for a second time. And, and, and I hate to say this to rogue, um, Rogue got to witness the greatest shot show ever last year, and I hate to tell you, it's pretty much going to be your first shot show again this year because it's going to be completely different than what you'll you be so disappointed. Yeah, you'll be like, damn it, last year really was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'll but tell I wanted you, to talk to Chase a little awesome. bit about. Oh, it was great. Yeah, but I, but I did want to bring Chase in. We'll get with Chase also, um, and uh, talk a little bit about what it what it's like for a company that's in the industry 
um, preparing for a shot. And it's almost damn near a year round thing, at least for setting up a certain thing. I'm sure it's a year round process for shot, but the problem with them is it's not just shot like all the way through like February or March, they've got like seven or eight different things. They've got it going on, um, which I think is crazy, but uh, we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, I want to start real quick with Chris because this is going to be his first shot show. And I know we've had these discussions before and, and all of that um, about different things to look, expect and things to possibly do and all that. But from your perspective, as far as getting ready for a shot, because we kind of now we're into that final drive to, okay, now's when we kind of have to start nailing down some stuff. What are you going to be doing over the next couple of weeks before we head out to, to Vegas uh, to start preparing for shot? Uh, be doing a lot of like mic and equipment checks, you know, making sure mics are working with the cameras. Um, trying to go where I can just do everything with the phone, with the mm -hmm. lab mics. Um, we messed around with it today a little bit at the range. Um, yeah. Been going to be reaching out to a couple more companies that have just helped my channel out, uh, trying sure. to just, you know, set up a little booth visit for a few minutes with some of the guys. But I don't want to overload that either because I'm sure when I get there, there's going to be a lot of other companies I want to talk to. So, um, and the big well, thing is minimalized, trying to get my gear minimalized, like what I want to take, like clothes and trying to keep bags under the weight limits and all that. So I don't know. I've got this no, checklist here that's a mile long. Uh, and it's it's only going to get longer. And, and I think that, you know, you, you brought up something about adding companies here and there, and that's going to continue throughout the week. Uh, you're going to get to range day on that Monday, and you're probably going to go visit a booth that you'd never even heard of or seen anything like that. And the next thing you know, now you have to add them to your list you know, for shot to go visit. And so just be fluid. We talk about that all the time. A bunch of us will talk about be fluid. Don't get yourself cornered on a rigid schedule. Allow yourself to have some flexibility to uh, add it and all of that stuff. How's Bristol doing, by the way? He's happy running around. Likes doing any better, but it's not getting any better at all. I don't think so, but he's doing Man. fine without it. Yeah. Um, Let's see here. Revolutionary Hippie says, can you review the Osprey Global? That's that company I interviewed at Wanamaker. Okay. I guess I don't know. I've never heard of them. So what do they make? Optic company. But are they the I ones that, that red dot home and, uh, down, down the line from uh, where we were? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I didn't know the name of them, but I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. They actually had some pretty cool stuff for some decent price. I don't know if they're any good quality or not, but they look like they're pretty good. Uh, yeah, I ended up with one of their pistol dots, but I got, yeah. I haven't put the video up yet, but, um, I wasn't, I wasn't blown away by it. That's for sure. They're not on the exhibitor list for shot. Yeah. I think and that I'm, they are not, a not type company. Yeah, I'm yeah. not surprised either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Lance says, "Can we see some videos and interviews from you guys this year, Ghost and Clover?" Yeah, you're going to see some some videos. We'll do some interviews. I'll, I'll do a handful of of interviews slash booth reviews on some different stuff that I'm looking forward to. 
Um, I would say that for, for me, and I'm going to let everyone kind of tell what they're going to do also for me, um, most of the videos that you're going to, you know, most of the content you're going to see throughout the week of shot, um, I'll be put a bunch of shorts and reels out there, uh, different products, uh, maybe it rains there, something like that. So the videos during the week will be more shorts than anything. And obviously a bunch of pictures on the community tab and over on Instagram, um, I will probably get, I, I've got probably half a dozen in my mind of actual booth interviews and reviews, and I'll probably add more to that when we get there. But in my mind, I think it's about six or seven that I already have uh, in my mind. But yes, I'll, I'll have, you know, probably end up with about a dozen of those. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure Clover, I'm sure everyone's going to do the same. I think a lot of people are going to have booth reviews. They're going to have the interviews from the booth. Um, and that's the great thing about it is, is if, if the channels that you watch the most, um, you know, if you've got five or six right here, that are going to be going to shot. If, if I'm not doing something on a product, um, maybe one of the other guys are, so go check these out more importantly. I don't, I don't think I have any problem speaking for the rest of the panel. Um, if there's something that you guys want us to go and review or go check out, I'm sure you can email us or DM us. Or if you ever are in cell numbers, text us and say, hey, can you um, go check out this? And absolutely, if you guys want us to go check something out, I have no, no problem whatsoever. If you guys send an email or DM or whatever and say, hey, can you go check out this? I've heard some things or I'm interested in buying this. Can you get some more information for me? Absolutely. I have no problem uh, doing that. I'm sure most of the guys here don't as well. But, um, yeah, um, this being Rogue in, because Rogue, this would be your second shot. And, and like I said, I hate to say that. I think this could go down as your first uh, as far as the difference in what happened last year versus what's coming up this year, I think. But knowing what you went through last year at shot, which was awesome because you were at the best shot show ever, but um, knowing what you went into last year, then when you got done with it, you know, are there anything that you're going to adjust or make changes as to your approach from last year versus this year? Yeah, this year's going to be a little different than last year. I mean, last year I was going in, I mean, I had a few companies that I, you know, I work with that, you know, I did the visits with them and spent a lot of time really solidifying those relationships. But, um, you know, over the last year, because of all the contacts I made at shot last year, now that list has grown and I have yep. some other relationships that I'm going to, uh, you know, solidify and try to try to further along. But um, this year is going to be, uh, I'm changing up some things like I, right now I have like, you know, an Excel spreadsheet of all the booths that I want to hit and, you know, the contacts and stuff like that, that, that I know. And then, uh, you know, I started mapping out how I want to, actually move through shot yeah. and um and that's because you know last year it was great you know i was like i have this 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 and that but i was kind of like you know doing this thing all over all over shot now yeah. it's i see how the you know how the rows go and um i started mapping out okay if i want to hit this one i can you know these are the ones in that row that i can hit so it's it's a lot of mapping out that i did this year than last year um, not quite as fluid as I was last year, but still staying very open to, you know, moving around. Absolutely. Uh, I'm kind of, kind of throw it out to snob Gary and the Clover. You guys have been going for a while now. 
anything new and you guys just jump in here at this point uh anything kind of different that y'all are going to try versus the previous years or are you kind of uh still just going to kind of stay what you've been doing and go ahead snob no go ahead as far as the approach i think it's going to be similar um you know, I am going to be talking to companies about some different things that I haven't really pressed or pushed on in the past. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to get into that. That's a lot of behind the scenes and what's yet to come for the channel stuff. Um, but there would be some conversations had that, that hadn't been made previously. Sure. Um, I haven't, you know, typically I'll get enough stuff for maybe one or two videos after the fact. Um, that'll probably be about the same, quite honestly. And then the rest, as you talked about, will be, you know, the beauty is the shorts, um, uh, doing shorts and reels is going to be something that, uh, haven't done a whole lot of in years past. Yeah. Uh, that, that's kind of where, um, you know, for the most point I, I shoot a lot of B roll, um, and boots. Because usually doing an interview is just tough audio-wise and all that. So I usually will go and do a lot of B-roll stuff, and then I'll put videos together. But the idea of the reels and the shorts, being able to get 15, 20, up to a minute video out there about something really is intriguing because, um, you know, like I said, they were out last year, but they weren't as prevalent as they are this year. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um, but yeah, um, snob, you were going to say something, go ahead. I was just going to kind of talk almost what you said there about the shorts for one. Yeah. The, uh, with the shorts, you know, I tried it at Wanamaker doing like under 60 second review or interview basically with someone. And that was actually kind of a neat way of doing it. I mean, I'm still going to do some booth reviews because I've had really good luck in times past with different booth reviews, you know, getting a lot of views and stuff. So I want to, I'm going to still do a few, but I'm not doing like I did. I mean, even the first year I just killed myself every night editing video all mm -hmm. night. And then last year I had cut it way back and I'm going to cut it back some more this year. But, you know, as far as that goes, I'm going to do a lot of the same stuff, but maybe a lot more shorts as far as the interviews go, because there's really no editing hardly on that. If you just tell them, hey, give me, you know, under 60 seconds, tell us what it is quick kind of deal. And it works give out really us well. Your elevator speech instead of us giving you yeah. our elevator. You give us your elevator speech on this one product. It's a nice, exactly. that's a pretty cool idea, actually. And then uh, I'll probably do my top 10 of shot again, because that was pretty good. And I actually, I actually went into Adobe and set up like an assets folder of, you know, my top 10 for shots. So I've got it all ready. So all I have to do is just insert the footage and yeah. stuff. And then I did that with just like review videos. So whenever I get back, if I just want to throw the footage in, edit what I need to edit real quick and I can put it out and don't have to yeah. go through putting That's, all that. Having that template is, is really, really nice for sure. Cause yeah, just at this point, all the other additive stuff, whether it's your Instagram handle, your subscribe splash or whatever, all that's there. All you got to do is just type, push in the, edit down cut down the raw video into what you want it and you're mm -hmm. done so yeah absolutely. i mean i always use that on my regular videos like a, basically a template but i wanted to do one specifically for shot shows so absolutely videos. Yeah. uh gary anything that you're gonna be trying this would be your first time kind of going to shot as a quote-unquote full-time youtuber now so i mean do you have anything that you're trying to do differently this year or, or add to what you've been doing well it's my third trip so 
I got past the first trip jitters. The second trip, I was a lot more focused. I felt like I knew what I was doing a lot better. So I'm going to refine that process. I've, I'm going to probably dedicate it a lot more to certain, certain vendors and stuff like that. Kind of get the targets as to who I want to go see, but also I want to spend more time in the dungeon and try to pick up some new stuff too. So uh, I've got a game plan. Yeah, definitely, and I'm looking forward to it. His game plans get mad at Snob the very first day. Oh, that's easy no. to do. No, that's because he left him to go get the truck. Yeah, shut up. That's what it is. <laughs> so, uh, let's bring Chase in. I want to bring Chase in for a little bit and, and, and have a discussion with you. And, and you and I have had discussions with this on the phone and all that because I know it's it's a crazy thing. But for a lot of people out there, they don't quite understand from the exhibitor side the industry side of shot um, most people don't realize that most exhibitors most industry people hate shot show uh, not because it's not fun or you don't get to see people it's just uh, shot show is a pain in the ass for you guys but i know that it's not just shot show that you guys have to worry about the first quarter of the year is pretty much nuts but from the industry side and exhibitor side, can you kind of give people without giving out secrets and all that stuff an overall generalization of how long ahead of time you guys are starting to, to, to do things when you have to uh, ship everything out to Vegas and, and, and how long you have to set up and kind of give some people from behind the scenes from an exhibitor side, the chaos that is shot show. So, I mean, it is, it is a year round job. Shot show. There's just no two ways. Shot show and honestly, NRA show is not much better. But I mean, literally, yeah. the minute Shot show is over with for everybody, and we start tearing all that down, by the time we get back to the shop, we've literally started working on stuff for Shot show the year, like the next year going forward. That's just that's just the nature of the beast. Any of the, I mean, the small guys with like one little booth in the dungeon or whatever, it's one thing, but. The bigger manufacturers, the guys that have multiple space, like you saw the size of our booth last year, and it's going to be just as big yeah. again this year. That, Massive. That's a that's a year-round job. I mean, that's kind of Paul's baby, and he literally oh fusses and fights with that thing all year. We literally just sent the last of all the big stuff out today. Oh, wow, it's, really? So, I mean, we literally had a 53-foot truck show up that was our sh- – stuff that was shipment like our guns going out to distributors today and the rest of yeah. that was shot show wow and the best the fun part if people don't get to see all the behind the scenes stuff besides getting ready for all that you don't see the fun of putting all that stuff together some companies have guys that come in and assemble that forum we actually put all our stuff together ourselves so we're there so- saturday sunday setting all that up yeah and i think there's a lot of people that understand that um it's not mandatory, but if you're going to get outside help, it's kind of regulated by the Teamsters, and, and you don't have a whole lot of options of doing that. Uh, and obviously, that's going to cost money. So you're talking about either paying a lot of money to help someone set it up for you, which actually does help a little way sometimes to have people set it up for you. But, you know, I, and I, I don't want you to go into it, but – can you give like a ballpark estimate of what shot show is going to cost the company this year? A lot of money. Like people don't understand how much money I don't want to, I want to go like, into specific dollar figures. No, but, but is it, is it, is it, it's well over six figures. Is it almost seven well figures? You figures. think 
it's not in stock, not for us. And now some companies like when Sig before they pulled out had their yeah. massive setup they had, their total yeah. budget was into seven figures. Yeah. I mean, some of those companies do spend insane and say, like, we spend a lot of money. Some companies spend insane money, but it's not for all the major manufacturers. We're all well into six figures for yeah. a week, basically. And people yeah, because you're talking about not, not just renting the space, you know, but you've got hey. travel, you've got hotel and meals, and you're going to have to take certain, you know, you guys have a couple dinners that you get to take. Uh, people out customers or vendors and all of that to, to dinner and all of that's all of that's going to have to go on to that company credit card or whatever. So, I mean, I, I don't think people understand from the industry side um, the madness that is. Um, and, and, yeah. and by the way, if you guys don't know Paul, uh, some of us do um, <laughs> no, just knowing that Paul's in charge of the shot show setup is some scary ass shit. Well, whatever he's Paul fights with it, it all it the fun. time. I could literally see Paul punching the booth. Oh yeah. Oh. Man. I mean, there's days it's like, bro, take a take a pill for a minute. It'd be all right. But I mean, people don't realize what oh. all goes into it. Besides, like the normal setup things and yeah. the cost you would expect, you have to pay X amount of dollars for carpet. You have to pay for electricity. Yeah. I mean, none of that stuff's included in the ridiculous overall booth space. I saw a figure like $44 per foot. I don't know how accurate that was. I don't know if that's for dungeon or main level, but I heard someone say like $44 per foot. Um, and just and don't talk about numbers. Cost more, islands cost more. Yeah. There's, yeah. So let's and just take it at $50 a square more. foot. How many, how many square footage is, is your booth this year? If I remember right, it's either 70, 30 or 70 to 40. I mean, it's a good size. 70 by 30 or 70 by 40. So just do the math. And that's just to get the space rented, guys. Um, and you're not even mentioning Industry Day, too. Because I saw oh, their yeah. prices oh, yeah. are online. <laughs> and that's another ridiculous plus the ammo. Yeah, that's not yeah. even touching Industry Day at the range. Like, that's a whole other animal. Plus, you have to keep in mind, we have, you know, last-minute stuff that's coming in that are samples or stuff like that that we have to physically ship out there on our, you know, overnight that stuff out to us or fly with it or whatever generally just ship it out there and that crazy insane cost i mean everything freight wise is insane cost now anyway yeah. and all we have to truck it out there we got to truck it back so you double it so i can save you some money you can just leave it with well, me well I'm, I'm driving i'm driving just saying just saying you could uh maybe happy to take this? it home have you seen all the southwest cancellations i'm gonna be driving also all right <laughs> yes that's something insane right now wait what now is that a thing oh, oh yeah. man it's a big thing like, I have not been paying attention. There's people stranded at the Orlando airport right now down here because of all the snow cancellations everywhere. So people are like stuck at Disney. People are like stuck on the cruise port. People can't get here for their cruise. They can't get here for their vacations. It's pandemonium in the airport right now. Southwest canceled basically like two thirds of all their flights and aren't even rebooking till the 31st period. Yeah. They said get other, uh, other airlines what? are doing the same thing now, going, we, we, we can't service you because, like, all these different hubs are iced over, basically, so sucks for you. Oh, so it's not like Southwest is canceled because they're just not going to carry the flights anymore, but it's just because of the weather. They can't cruise, and they can't get planes, and that's just that's a okay. giant systemic problem. Yeah, they're they're blaming the weather, but 
somehow or another it's affected everything. Well, I better not affect my flight in two weeks. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I'm I was kind of concerned that I'm flying yeah. southwest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we can all uh, meet I, up and drive together. Just, I mean, I guess we could. I mean, <laughs> worst case scenario, we'll get there one way or the other. But uh, it's Smokey and the Bandit, all the stuff. <laughs> Ooh, uh, that cannonball run it. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah, I'm talking. Let's, I'm down for a cannonball let's run. Do that. I'm down for a cannonball run trip. I'm in. Um, real quick, I, I know you talked about like the setup and the booth and all that. How much of the booth for you guys, Chase, do you use every year? I mean, like, do you use the booth and then next year you redesign the booth, or are you keeping some of the same stuff there every year to help save money, or what? I mean, some of the stuff stays pretty similar. We are always working and tweaking on that stuff, like the big giant spinners last year, the big the big fan displays. Those were new. We've tweaked that this year. The backdrop, the giant backstop, it's totally new this year. Uh, a lot of the covers and things you saw, that's all new. Like, Paul's honestly put in a ton of work trying to get all that stuff ready. I Open doubt up, that. I, I mean, no, just, I hate to give him credit, but kidding. above and beyond all the other stuff he's doing, like now he's like yeah. putting extra time trying to do all this like new stuff. Yeah. Um, I want to know why you don't ever have Paul on the show. Man, that's that's that that'd be a tough one. You derail um, this one quick. <laughs> we yeah. don't we don't need a lot of help of derailing. Can you imagine how bad that one would get? We talk about chasing squirrels. We could really do that. <laughs> he but, does well, that. trying to do a video interview with yeah. him. Yeah. For those of you that don't know Paul or who we're talking about, if you are going to Shot Show, please, please, please do yourself a favor and make it a priority on your list to get to the EAA booth and introduce yourself to Paul. It is well worth the introduction. That's all you got to do is just introduce yourself and let the happiness begin. And all you have to do is stand in the booth for like five minutes and watch and you'll learn who Paul is. This is true, quick. too. You didn't need to introduce <laughs> oh, yourself. Story. Yeah, you'll know who it is. That's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah, um, just... If you're going to range day, make sure you go by our our booth out there, our lane, and be like, hi, oh, yeah. I'm friends with the leprechaun, and that's all you got to say. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Paul will be running. Product after Paul, that. Yeah, Paul will be running the booth at range day, and if it's anything like in the past, if you're there to shoot 9mm 1911s, you might be asked out of luck because he only brings 45 mags. All right. So. It's just what it is, but um, it's only to tell a day. Come down. I know. Uh, Marcus <laughs> says, I'm so happy you guys are going to shot show. Please post videos. I wish I could go. Then just go. Just right. go. Chicago Mike says, and also you'll see the 2311 pistol if it's going to be there. Maybe it'll Maybe. definitely be there. I mean, everybody <laughs> there. actually, there's going to be um, several versions of. I'll leave that much to it. So the show. Yeah, right. Yeah. And no kidding. Um, Chase, I, I, I hope you don't mind, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to let like Chris, especially Chris or rogue that are uh, only been there. No times or one time uh, to maybe, I don't know, Chris or rogue, I don't put you on the spot, but if you have questions to ask people that work the booze and the industry side, maybe what, what you could do to make your you know self stand out or whatever uh, we can do that but i'm gonna while you're thinking those questions i'm gonna say chase i'm gonna give you a question from the media side 
from from your position and you see the media guys all around there um do you hate the media i, I mean not hate it's a strong word um i know here's the thing you guys he's are met me he hates the media <laughs> he hates the media well he, he hates certain ones of us in the media um but no i know you guys are there to do deals with distributors and buyers and all of that and, and that's a big part of it but how much is the media how much has it become a thing to have the media there to get maybe almost quote-unquote free advertising out there during shot show week or do you do you like having the media there do you despise having the media there or what's your thought on that as far as shot show week I mean, me personally, I don't mind the media, but I don't have a problem talking to people. Some companies, some individuals aren't huge fans of the media. Yeah. Granted, I think it's gotten to a point now that there's a lot of people who are running around with media credentials that shouldn't be. That's fair. But no, that's, a, that's a conversation. Hey, hey, You're a hey, son of a bitch. Hey, hey, hey now. Hey, hey. How'd you know? How'd word, you man? know? What, what? God, no. I mean, people who are there to do legitimate content to ask legitimate questions i have no problem talking to those people it's you know certain people who are trying to always just get something for free and they don't care about anything other than how i'm here for your whatever free stuff you're giving away and i want to walk on now i don't care about yeah. your product or what you now he's now he's bashing gizzard i mean i don't have much time for that but as far as like people come by no come by talk to us we're, we're you know the majority of us won't bite some people, yeah, you'll find out. For for someone that's out there, like like a Chris, um, like she fires is out there, and a couple others that are out there that uh, are going for the first time. Uh, we talk a little. We we try to give them as much knowledge as we can. Obviously, there are some things they have to figure out on their own. Um, but from your point of view. Is there anything that you can give advice to maybe some media that would be the first timers on how to approach booths uh, that they want, maybe want to start working with or, um, you know, how much is the elevator speech? How much, how important is that to you from your side of things when you see uh, someone from the media walk up and, and try to kind of engage in that conversation? I mean, personally, as long as you're confident and friendly, you don't really have much to worry about. It's the people who kind of come around and looking down and they stutter around and that's what makes it a little more difficult. I mean, some companies, some people in general are more engaging than others. And I get that. Yeah. But the only thing I will say is like, if you see people who are actively engaged in business, don't butt in. Yeah. That's my only real pet peeve. Personally, I'll talk to anybody, give me a minute, whatever. But if I'm like in the middle of a meeting with like, actual like good customers or whatever and somebody tries to bust up in the middle of that that usually doesn't go over real well and yeah. depending on who you're talking to that can get real ugly real fast if nobody's seen it youtube is your friend go look at the ed brown meeting from a few years ago that was broke into and his reaction and that's pretty much the reaction you're gonna get from most people and it wasn't real friendly yeah you know, that, that's a thing yeah. yeah no oh, good no, no, no. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I'm not gonna be an absolute jackass about it. Now, if somebody keeps on, and I'm in the middle of a meeting, then somebody's probably gonna push my jackass button, and I go from a pretty laid back dude to get out of my booth real quick. Which luckily yeah. we don't really have to do that. 
but I've seen it happen other booths and I'm like, what are you doing, man? Like they're in the middle of a, actually you can see people like in a conference room and people are trying to walk in the yeah. conference room. Yep. Like, now that's something that I think has, is, uh, you know, five years ago, you saw some do it, but I think that now the way that people are designing their booths, um, I, I've seen a lot more prevalent um, the last couple of years is uh, people are kind of building inside their booth, like a little meeting room, um, which I think is a probably a pretty good idea. But uh, yeah, as that obviously no one should walk into that unless you've been invited into those meeting rooms. Um, but how, how much, uh, how much would you say as far as, uh, someone that, um, like she fires, she fires is she's awesome, but she, she's kind of new. Um, she obviously has a different perspective than a lot of us, uh, the, where she's coming from, but, uh, and I think she's going to work her ass off and Christmas seven, four is going to work their ass off. Um, do you have any advice for them from the industry side, uh, to kind of get their foot in the door that uh, may not be, um, how do we say, I don't know, well-known channels. They don't have the relationship with you that some of other people do for a couple of years, but to try to get their foot in the door with the company, whether it's you or not, just you've been involved with this for a while. Do you have any advice to help them kind of get their foot in the door to where they can start cultivating relationships with companies? Well, the, you've already got a leg up because you're going to a show that's, you know, a credentialed show and people are going to be there. So the, I mean, the best thing to do is, you know, walk up friendly and respectful, but you know, say, Hey, be persistent. I mean, I have, like I said, I have no problem talking to whoever wants to talk. I mean, everybody's welcome to come up and say, Hey to us. I mean, we're generally pretty laid back. I won't talk to anybody. So I'm not, I wouldn't ever tell somebody to stay away. That That's just, that's my best advice is, just, you know, you got to walk up, you know, say, hey, I'm, you know, whoever with whatever. And, you know, they might give you 10 seconds. They might give you 10 minutes. But that's the only way you're going to get there is to just, you got to just make those connections. Yep. Uh, Chris, Rogue, Snob, Gary, Clover, I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there. Um, and I hope Chase is under, uh, you know, doesn't, I know he doesn't care, but uh, um, having having someone from the industry side is is helpful especially for some people that haven't been there before or we've been there once kind of uh, we assume certain things on what we should do from the media side to do to work with industry companies and all that but having someone like yourself that uh, is literally the person for eaa to work with the media and all of that uh, what you're looking for if you guys decide to work with a brand or work with a channel. So Rogue, Chris, not anyone, especially for people out there that might be thinking about going, do you guys have any questions for Chase as far as how to approach certain situations at shop as far as media towards the industry? Um, I kind of do. So for, I mean, oh. this is, this will benefit me too, but especially for the people who've never been to a real industry show, what is one thing that will make you think, hey, I want to work with that person? If they walk up and talk to you, what's one thing that's more likely anyways to make you think, hey, I want to work with them. I want to send them a product for review. I think they're trustworthy, whatever. What's something that would leave that impression on you in your Me first Personally, it's honestly personality interaction. Like the people I can look at and talk to and I can see. That's that why I've never got my damn high bear. <laughs> Hey, you ask the damn question, snob. You can't be upset yeah. about the answer. Ah, don't get mad about my answers. <laughs> Jesus, what's wrong with you? No, I mean, that's the biggest thing is, you know, you got to, if somebody who can, who can 
put their thoughts across in a entertaining manner, you know, that's something we were going to get their attention. I'm not so much, you know, hi, I'm so-and-so with so-and-so, you know, here's my info, all my media info. I'm not going to just immediately jump on Instagram and see how many followers you have. That's right. not so much the, the draw. It's, you know, what you can potentially become. I mean, because let's be honest, there's dudes with huge followings that nobody wants to work with. It all just depends on who they are and how they do certain things. Yep. And that, that's interesting you say that because we talk about that uh, in Clover and Jeeb and talk about that on their live chats. We talk about those other different chats and all that, uh, trying to help out as many people as we can is we tell them, you know, be yourself, have, you know, take pride in who you are. And we tell them, and I don't know if a lot of people actually believe this when we say this, um, I can count probably on one hand in the five whatever shot shows I've been to. Um, how many people have actually asked for sub count or follower count or whatever? Uh, it's kind of what Chase had said. This is a credentialed event. This is an industry event. If you're not supposed to be there, then you won't be there. So, you know, it, for those of you are asking, um, you know, do I have enough subs to people get people? Now, obviously, there are going to be companies that want to work with a certain sub level. I get that. Um, but I, like, I think Chase just said it, you know, if your personality, um, is something that they wouldn't want to work with or meshes with their personalities, unfortunately for Chase is my personality is pretty sick and, uh, I get along great with him and Paul because they're both sick individuals as well. But, um, I they think personality, no yeah, yeah. Um, I, think I just personality can't wait to ask Paul about his collection. Is, Oh, well, oh, you have no, I'm, I'm, I've got something for him, by the way. Um, oh, Lord. Just saying. But yeah, I, I think personality, uh, being confident in yourself, valuing what you bring to the table, um, I think is, is huge. Um, now, she fires out there, says, thanks for asking that question, Ghost, and I definitely have no problem saying hello. Um, yeah, she, she's going to be fine. She's going to knock it out of the park. Uh, her, there, there are two newbies to shot show this year that I have zero problems in having faith in. It's Chris and she fires. Uh, they're both going to knock them out. Great. But, uh, you know, I, I just want to kind of get this a little bit to get people to understand that, you know, you don't have to have hundreds of thousands or millions of subs to, to get the, uh, to get the appreciation, the attention of companies, um, um, you, like have, says, you have 10 seconds, but can you do something that 10 seconds that's going to leave a mark on them, um, sometimes figuratively or literally, um, but it's going to let them remember who you are and say, you know, I want to work with that person. And, and, and that's really up to you. Go ahead, Snob. I just said I have one more little add on to that. If you really want to get yeah. in good with Chase, just walk in his booth. You only need five seconds. You go in there and you make a clover joke and you're in. You're in. Yep. You're like instantly. He's like, oh, we can make fun of Clover together. It's down. It's it's that is the easiest selling um, to, to EAA because it's not just Chase. Paul will dig in on that as well. Oh yeah. So will Keith. It's pretty easy. And, and Keith will, and 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 and, and some of the Turks, but the, the Turks, the Turks might take some offense to that because you know Clover is huge in Turkey. <laughs> he's silent. I, I know he's been really quiet. I kind of worry about him sometimes. I don't. It's great when he's quiet. When he gets real quiet like that. Haters going to hate, hate, hate. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever. <laughs> to be fair, but I didn't meet Chase till NRAM, and Clover said, oh, I want to introduce you to Chase. And he said, I'll send you an email and introduce y'all. Being a nice friend he is, he's going to introduce us. He sends an email to introduce us. Well, guess what Chase doesn't do? In typical so, Chase fashion, he doesn't reply to the email ever. So I just walk up to his booth at NRAM, and I'm like, hey, 
some little green dickhead told me that I needed to meet you. I think it was something pretty much to that exact thing. He knew exactly who you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. I mean, so, I mean, so I here's say, the like, thing. You know, we try to, I do try to answer as many people as I possibly can, but my email is full, y'all. I just don't even know. This, this is a, <laughs> so we're all talking about something here that, you know, new people should be aware of and people that's even been creating content, maybe in going to some events and they don't realize this is turnover with companies. This is one of the things yeah. when you were talking about what's going to oh, yeah. be different. Yeah. Well, I can tell you right now that there's some companies that have completely been upended and I've got to reestablish connections. And so yep. that was my thing with chase. So I actually knew Keith before chase and I was in the booth, like waiting around for Keith, Keith one day, and then just talking with Chase. And Chase is like, "Well, why are you talking with Keith?" And I'm like, "Well, because Keith is like the big dog or whatever." And he's like, "But I do everything." And I'm like, well, <laughs> "That's fair. Well, cool. Well, cool." But the whole reason I was in the booth trying to talk to Keith is because their marketing agency had like fell flat on their face over like the last year. Right, and, 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 so, and so just didn't know about the, that. By the, the way, formerly known as a marketing company, right? And yes, so, yes. and so, I say that to say that it was, you know, there was a year there to where I, I was trying to figure out, like, what's going on? How do I get in contact with these people? How do I, you know? And that's a that's a fluid thing; it's ever changing, and so you just got to be ready for that. And don't ever assume people come back from shot or they come back from wherever. And they send one email follow up, and then they don't get yeah. a reply, and they assume that oh, the company they don't deal with small this that or other, they don't care nothing about me, or they don't want to do this or do that, and that could be the case. Don't get me wrong; you may have been, but they're also getting twenty thousand emails that next week, right? And <laughs> but you don't know that they still had a job a week after Shot Show, or you know what That's I'm true. saying. So I mean, I, all well, of that. So you had to kind of take everything with a grain of salt. If you don't hear anything back then, you know, try some other avenues or whatever and to, to establish contact. I mean, we know Chase, for example, right? There's certain people that you do better with a phone call than an email. You, some are an, better yeah. with an email than a phone call. Some are better with a social media DM than they are an email, right? Like everybody's different with the way they handle things. And so you gotta you got to figure out, and there's a lot of moving parts and pieces, and it sucks trying to keep up with it. I get you. But that's why this is semi-sort of quasi a, a business in a way, right? And you have to keep up with all this and know that that I, it, I don't if, – if I only email people, right? And I'm gonna be dead set. So I don't, I don't make no phone calls to nobody, or I don't, I don't message anybody on social media. Well, you know what? There's gonna be certain things I'm not gonna be able to accomplish, right? If I'm gonna be bullheaded like that, because you're gonna do this, you're gonna to have to be able to meet those people in the industry where they normally do their communication. Yeah, you know, and there's a lot to be said about what you're talking about earlier. Is and Chase, uh, you know, I, I know you guys don't, but uh, there are a lot of companies that literally will hire. I'm going to say actors, but they'll bring in people that don't work for the company just for the week and say, Hey, you need to memorize this script that people are going to talk about. And so there are people that were going to walk up to this person and assume that they actually work for the company when they're a hired gun for the week, just to be able to have someone in the booth. So when you go to the booth, make sure you're asking, especially for your media, Hey, ask, Hey, do you guys have a media contact, a marketing person here in the booth? Um, because, you might literally be talking to a person that's 
there for the weekend they have zero say they have no idea anything about the company they're literally there to say hey can you tell me about this product and they rememorize this spiel um yeah that's a that's good a, point I was, oh, I was go say, there's a lot of that that goes on and there's also a lot of guys that may be a factory guy from different companies yeah. but they don't know anything about sales don't know anything about marketing they're the guy that you know they put the gun in the box the box in a bigger box and put it on a truck but they're there because they're a body and they need somebody there's a yeah. lot of that that goes on too so you know feel out who you're talking to real quick too and if you're not insured like hey can i talk to your media contact or whatever or can i talk to somebody you know it's a salesperson that can run through whatever i want to know real fast that's the easiest way yeah. to do it Ro, did you have something well, I was going to say, you know, uh, about the, the turnover, that is a thing. There's a company, you know, a very large company that I work with and do, do stuff. I even do some beta testing for them. And, um, you know, I went through shot and then we started making deals and I had uh, teams meetings afterwards. We were starting to set things up and then suddenly they, they were just went dark on me. I'm like, you know, what the hell's going on? Trying to figure things out. And then actually I found out through, um, you know, cause I had connected with them on LinkedIn. All of a sudden I saw the, um, open the work tag show up and like, Oh crap, they Different. all got laid off. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They, that place went through and cleaned house. And I'm like, Oh shit. Now I gotta, now I gotta start all over with some of these relationships short for fortunately I still knew a couple of people that were left and, um, I, it took me a couple of months to remap who's where and who's the new players. Mm -hmm. But even mm -hmm. then, um, I don't have those relationships that I used to have that now I got to, you know, go back and re-solidify and, and, and try to get going again. So it's yeah. a real thing. Now, for me, it just happened to be that one of the marketing guys um, ended up at a really big gun company. Um, so that actually worked out for me that I maintained that relationship. Sure. Yeah. And, and that happens. That's the thing we talk about all the time is, is especially in this industry, for some reason, it's a revolving door of jobs. And, you know, you might have a, a colleague or someone that's working for a small manufacturer and you guys hit it off well. And next thing you know, two years later, they got a huge job. And before you may not have ever had an end with that company before. And now you've got an end because you built a relationship. Uh, with with that person and they move on um that that's a real thing that does happen um as far as chase working with um the media because we're, we're all going to go to his media obviously so we're trying to bring this side of, of shot to it um as far as working with people and, and growing those those relationships and they turn into friendships um at what point from from your point of view do you is it immediate or is it per person or like when you when you meet someone at a booth or whatever it's immediate and you guys talk and all that can you get a, a pretty quick sense of reading people whether or not they're going to be good to work with with you and then how you know what we talk about this all the time about cultivating a relationship with the with the industry and and not just being business partners with them but becoming friends and and a lot of us would consider you friends of our we're friends and it, it goes beyond a working relationship but how important for media to you guys and then vice versa how important is it for your company to have friendships with 
certain media guys where you guys know that if some if you need something, um, not saying you need someone to get out a good review, but you need someone to review something. How 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 important is it to have contacts in the media that you know you're going to get a fair and an honest review of a product that you might need to get out pretty quickly? Is that, is that something that you guys are looking for? Or does it just kind of naturally happen? Hey, absolutely. I mean, we definitely want to have you know good contacts that we know are going to have good content. I'm not necessarily saying somebody's got to give me this like shining star review on something, but something that's going to be you know fair. But as right. far as like me like judging somebody. I will lie. I'm a pretty quick judge of people. I just always have been. I'm usually yep. not wrong. Every once yep. in a while, like anybody else, you you know things come around. But I can usually tell pretty quick if I can work well with somebody or not. And but I mean, I try to be pretty easy to get along with. And you know, generally relationships that are decent, like how we're all talking right now, they don't. It's not hard for those you know working relationships to turn into friendships, yep. kind of thing. Yeah, hundred percent. And and I think that that's that's the cool thing that I think that people uh, once they get to go for a couple three years, I think Snob and Gary Clover and I, uh, even Rogue uh, to a certain extent, only going one year. But I, I think that there are there are people that we met four, five, six years ago, whatever it was, as a contact with a company that we don't know anything about the company, we don't even know about this contact. That now we look back five years later and we're like, yeah, that's one of my good friends. And very rarely do we ever talk business when we talk. It's more, you know, how about the kids and sending weird ass, uh, you know, reels and DMs and text messages and memes and all of that. But uh, that that, that's that's sometimes. what. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, want to explain why? Go ahead. Oh, just when when one of those people like you're talking about calls, right? And your your friends, right? Like, yeah, and, and it's like what's up man it's like hey what's up it's like what are you doing and like an hour later you haven't even gotten to the point of why you called in the first place. call and you end up having 100%. to tur turn around and call back because it's like i totally forgot why i even called and we talked and ended yeah. the conversation it was crazy yeah yeah 100 percent did that the other day we know yeah <laughs> it happens it, it happens um, but no, I, I, I think will, that's, that's a cool thing. Uh, go ahead, Chase. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I will say that like, especially for people who are newer to all this, whatever, you know, from what I do now and like my past life on the retail side, like I know a ton of people in this industry, this industry is big, but it's small. And so if y'all have companies you'd like to do something with, and you're not sure how to yep. approach somebody or know somebody or whatever, you know, reach out, holler at me. I may know somebody yep. other. I can help you get in to talk to somebody or whatever. Yep. Some of them. Some of the bigger guys want appointments or, you know, they only want to talk to, you know, this particular contact or whatever. They get kind of weird about some of that stuff. I can help you get into some of that. Yeah. And, and I think that's a cool thing because I think that a lot of people, I, I can speak, I don't have to say that because I'll, I'll speak for myself. When I first started going to shot, um, I was, I was the deer in the headlights. I had no idea. I had a couple of people that were kind of mentoring me, giving me advice, um, but that was about it. I mean, I, I really didn't know exactly what I was getting involved in. And I was going to booths and I was nervous. I was not really sure what to say, how to say it, uh, how to approach anything. I was literally kind of just walking up and saying, hey, you know, 
do you have a few minutes or whatever? Um, and I think that a lot of that now you look back and say, yeah, that was the first year was, was pretty difficult because I really had no idea. But now you look back and say, now it's a lot easier because I know what to do. But like you said, I not only do I have friends in the industry, I have friends that have friends in the industry. And, and that's a really cool thing as well. And, and having people like we talked about earlier, the revolving door, you know, someone might have worked for three different companies in the last three years. Well, they may not hold a bad grudge. They might not have left in, in bad terms. They might have left in great terms. It was just a job opportunity to say, yeah, those guys are there. Are great. As a matter of fact, here, you need to talk to this person. And, and that's really sometimes how it works is, is you, might, you don't have to know everyone. Because in this industry so small, you probably know someone that already knows that person or knows someone that you can get a hold of. And and, and you guys should see the, the, the back chat we're talking right now. Um, <laughs> man, it's it's turned into some bullshit. That's a great yeah. thing. We've, you know, we've, <laughs> talk, we've talked a bunch on, on here before uh, and on the chat with, with G and myself about the support and on even on Gear Report the other night about the support yep. structure, man. You cannot discount the importance of of making friends with other colleagues. I mean, channel size, mm -hmm. who cares if we're all there and we're all willing to put in the work and do the work, you know, we're all doing our own thing. We're not competition. And, yeah. and we absolutely can help each other out. And part of that is, you know, by, you know, not necessarily making introductions or, you know, that holding somebody's hand or that kind of stuff, but at least giving somebody a lead. You know, you talk about that, like, you know, you're at SHOT Show and you see something and you're like, oh, I could care less about that. But I think that, you know, Clover might think that's interesting, right? Yeah, or, yeah. or whatever. Um, or, you know, somebody just says, they say, hey, you know, uh, you know, really you're getting into, you know, 1911s or something like that. And, you know, you know you, maybe you just mentioned EAA. You're like, hey, man, you, you know, you, you're not, not an introduction or anything, but it's just a heads up. Hey, you know, run by EAA and, and you know. Yeah give a shout to chase run chase down and and uh take a look at the stuff that they've got right and so it, it's a lead so, you know there's a difference some some people want an introduction i get it um i've done that before if if it's somebody that i that i know as far as being a creator is putting in the time and the effort right um and i know a company that i think is a great fit for that you know what i'm saying for that creator then at mm -hmm. that point, I don't mind making a making an introduction, right? Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it's all fluid. It just it just kind of depends on, um, yeah, just kind of it's on well, a case by case basis, I guess, is what there, I'm saying. That's, We're all different. That's so. the cool. Yeah, that's the cool thing about the relationships that over years you kind of of, of get with with these companies and they get with you is, you know, it, it goes beyond a media and a media marketing person. You know, you become friends or you at least become friendly enough to where it's it's not that awkward. Uh, well, this guy only calls me when he wants something or, you know, whatever. It's beyond that because if you are going to introduce someone to, let's say, Chase, um, if, we're, if we're talking about, let's say, we're, we're thinking about we want to introduce Chris or she fires to Chase, you know, ultimately what we're doing is we're vouching for this person to that company. And I take that very seriously. Um, I'm not like the ego guy that says, "Well, I, I'm," you know. But when I when I vouch for someone, I, I take that very seriously. That I'm not going to mm -hmm. vouch for someone unless I truly believe they deserve it. 
And <laughs> the same thing goes like for Chase. If Chase says, hey, I've got a contact with this guy, he's not going to give you that contact <laughs> to reach out and say, hey, make sure you mention my name unless he, you know, he's not going to vouch for a media person to another company unless he's sure that that person's not going to screw him over or something. So it goes both ways, but vouching for someone <laughs> is, isn't, is, it happens. And it's a big part of what we do. But, you know, I would say for people out there that are going to go, uh, work hard. And, I, and like I said, Chris and she fires, I know. Oh my God, ginger bastards out there. Yeah. Um, I was gonna, gonna I was gonna ask Chase as yeah. we were picking his brain on some things. So all, along the lines of that, um what did, what did we what were we just talking about? Referral? I mean what do you call Vouching, that? Referrals, sure. voucher. So sure. if Chase, so if somebody comes up into your booth, you were kind of talking about earlier, you know, you can spot people and you can kind of tell and you know, you try to work with people that you know you get along with and that kind of thing. Um so if somebody, let's say somebody pops up in your booth, because we all know people that name drop other, you know what, you know what I'm saying? They name now drop he's bashing people. me for name dropping. Oh, he, yeah. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> I know exactly where he's going. <laughs> Some people know who I'm talking about. But we all know people that name drop, right? And it, it's not that I, I t- it, it's different if I go, if I say, Hey Chase, uh, this guy Trey with Ghost Tactical is going to be coming by later. Blah blah blah, right? And then I tell you, and you go over there, right? That's one thing. If somebody just yeah. pops up in the booth and says, "Oh yeah, you know, I know Clover, and he said I should come by here and take a look at this or whatever," do you treat those situations, Chase? How do you distinguish between those, and do you treat those differently? I mean, I generally try to, you know, give everybody their, you know, few minutes or whatever. I mean. Mm-hmm. I'm, Depends on a lot of that depends on honestly how they're acting too. Right. Yeah. Yes. Some of those. Some people. Well, there's, you can a, tell. there's a certain amount of chemistry, right? I mean, they're just Correct. And you can tell people who are being honestly, legitimately serious a lot of times. People who are just screwing around, or people who are just kind of wasting your time. I mean, I've I've, you know, I've dealt with the industry them. for a long time. They just want so free I'm stuff, man. Read people, you know, yeah. There's a lot of people who just want free stuff, and I mean, it's whatever. That's all. It, that's been part of SHOT Show for a long time. That is what it is. But the people who are yes. there who may not have, like, a necessary in or an appointment or whatever, they want to drop by and talk for a minute or whatever, or they're actually interested in stuff, yeah, I'll make time for them. Yeah. Um, how – this is going to sound strange because we do know that there, are, there there is the element of SHOT Show of people in the media – and I use their words with the media very loosely because, like we said, there are a lot of people that don't deserve a media badge that are going, but they're there literally to just accumulate all the free product that they can get. Uh, they have no desire to really do any reviews with it. Uh, they just want to accumulate. Um, are those people pretty easy? Rhino. I'm not saying a word. Uh, yes, the white <laughs> rhino. Yes. Uh, <laughs> But are those people pretty easy to pick out? And if so, how how do you handle that? I mean, those guys are pretty easy to pick out. I mean, you give them their ten seconds or whatever they want, and they tend to go away. You yeah, know, it's yeah. I don't those people who are there just being ridiculous. I, I just don't engage with them. Yeah, you know, I give yeah. them pretty generic answers, and you know, let them go about their way. Plus, I'm lucky enough I, where our booth is that you know. And that's another thing for the people who are coming to this 
you know, like we were talking about now is where I'm located, there's a lot of really cool stuff around me besides me. So I can easily deflect certain people away from me. I'm like, oh, have you checked out B&T or have you checked out Geisley mm-hmm. or checked out Holosun or whatever? Because they're all right there. And yeah, that's easy. That's an easy out. Last year, I had a booth that I, w- I, I wanted to go talk to this company. <clears throat> and there was a media person in there that was all like really brazen about like, hey, what can I get from free? It, it, it just and I'm sitting there watching this going, I'm going to come back to this booth because this guy just pissed off that entire booth. And I'm not going to I'm not going to show up with another media badge. And then I just like we are used to it, though. They're used later. to it, bro. They really are. Oh, yeah. used to it, right? uh, no, you we're, could, we're really used to it. But I mean, you you could you could see this person was outright pissed, and I'm just like, oh yeah, mm, okay. It's it's different when somebody comes and hey, you know, you get to talk and you try to figure stuff out. You know, I really love to review this, or I'd love to do something on this, or whatever. That's one thing. But somebody who comes up like, hey, I'm such and such, and I'm awesome, and you should give me this, or you should give me that. Not that. Not that I'm trying to do anything for you. You should just give me a gun or you should give me whatever because yeah. I'm cool. Those dudes get shut down pretty quick. That's my whole that's yeah, my whole that's, stick. Hey, that's what this we guy were, was. We were mentioning names, but it is what it is, snob. You know. That's the white rhino. Everybody's wondering who that's that was. That's the white rhino right there. You thought you called an elephant, but you know. <laughs> wow. Um, now we know now welcome. we know some things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's welcome in our good buddy from True Shot Gun Club. What's going on, John? Your soul is mine. <laughs> uh, it's going good. I am freezing right now. It is way too cold for my blood here in Ohio. So I had some family stuff, but I'm hopping on late because I heard the conversation was good. I mean, somewhat good. Yeah, just just having fun. Um, you know, I want to bring you in real quick because you've kind of been on – both sides with a previous company on the on the industry and exhibitor side and now with your present company you guys are actually going as media this year but uh do you have for some of the people the guys that are going as media for the first time this year and um not just in the panel but out on the chat there's a lot, several of them do you have any kind of um i don't know tips that that helps them succeed for their first year or maybe the first couple of years in shot that like from your side that you've been on with as an exhibitor and an industry side that you can say, Hey, do this or don't do that. Or you might want to try this or any tips that you can help them get uh, to where they're probably going to have some success. Yeah. So the first thing I would say is like with the companies that you're already working with, set up some meetings, say hi, you may not see them face to face often. Like we get to yeah. see Chase in here and you get to see me in here when our faces are exposed but we know most of the time you don't get to meet these guys like face to face. So set up some meetings, maybe go and, you know, explore the show floor and make sure you're just asking for the right people when you get to a booth. Cause I believe Chase said something about, you know, some of our factory reps, some of them are actual sales guys. Some of them are media. Just make sure if, you know, Hey, I'm looking for the media guy. If you got a second. And like I said, the other night, um, you know, if you're waiting a little bit, you know, don't wait too long leave a card or get your B-roll done while you're waiting. Get Look right. proactive. Look like you really care about the product and want to do it. And then just uh, the big thing is just follow up after the show. Make sure that you bring a notebook. You're writing down notes. You're taking notes on all your meetings. Make sure that you know you have something. So when you send them an email, 
you know, and then the last thing really is practice your elevator pitch. You know, you're good. You may meet that person literally in the elevator coming down from your hotel. Literally. Yeah. Work, yeah. work on your pitch because you, the whole thing is you got about five minutes or so to probably sell yourself to these guys before they make their final judgment on, yeah, maybe I don't want to work with them or maybe I want to work with them. And then as you go down the road, as you, you go, you know, the big thing is follow up. Just be like, hey, I love meeting you at shop. Thanks again for taking the time to, you know, talk with me. This is what some of the points we talked about during the show, just to bring you up to speed. And then if they don't remember, then they've got a list of things that you talked about. And if they do remember, that means you've made a good impression. So this is going to be a great point right quick that I want to ask both you and, and Chase. Um for you know, for myself uh, and for anyone that's going to be going as media, we talk a lot about um, you know touching base after the show, like you know, hey, you know, I'll, I'll see you guys at shot. Hey, I man, I'll, I'll get with you in the next couple of weeks. Or you know, I always try to say I'm not going to do it the week after shot because that's the last thing y'all want to do after being in the shot for a week. But for for those that are are new to this or inexperienced with it. Like legitimately, how long would you would you want someone? Not saying they're going to do it, but how long would you want someone to wait before sending that follow up email after shot show? Is it a you know when as soon as they get back or a week or or, or what is that? And I'll start with John from your point of view. If if you were having someone say, hey, give me a week or two or whatever, how long do you want people to wait? Depends on what's going on. So I know like. For me, I normally wait a week to two weeks after SHOT Show because I've been on that side where you're getting back and you got a hundred other emails to catch up on and you're trying to get caught up on, on your day-to-day -day work. But like, I believe Chase, if I'm not mistaken, you guys go to a show right after SHOT, right? I think they go to Great American like the next week or something. Yeah, like that. so we have, so I actually have, we actually have like total, we have seven shows January, February alone. That's crazy. So it's it's um we got so we've got shot and we've got Great American, which are consumer shows, and then we have all the buy group specialty shows, dealer shows in between there as well. So I'm talking and seeing a lot of people in the span of basically two months. So I'm going to ask Chase real quick. Then, if 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 I was to meet you at, at, for the first, let's just take Chris. If Chris was there, is going to meet you for the first time. We're going to introduce you to Chris. Um, obviously, it's shot, and you guys have a great rapport, which I'm sure you will. And he says, "All right, hey, uh, how, you know, when do you want me to get in touch? I know you're be busy, but like, when do you want me to get in touch with you?" Do you usually will say, I mean, has there been a time you say, hey, can you wait about a month? I mean, is that unreasonable sometimes to tell people wait a month? No, I mean, it's not. I mean, all right. So me personally, because I've seen the show from both sides. I've seen it from like a retail buyer side of it, and I've seen it from this side of it on the industry. Yeah. You know, on that on that side, I always gave everybody a week to 10 days to kind of get back and decompress a little bit right. or whatever. That's kind of where I'm at, yeah. Me personally, like a week, 10 days, you know, I'm going to start trying to go through and what I'll do is because I've got a lot going on then, but what I'll do is like, especially after like shot or NRA, I'll try to start like highlighting my emails. I know, Hey, this guy contacted me from the show. This guy contacted me from the show, whatever, unless you're snob, then I'm just not going to reply to you. You just <laughs> but, you delete, you delete snobs. Yeah. yeah. Straight to trash. 
My spam filter catches him. <laughs> block, block this email. The best thing to do with Chase is just get a cell number. That's how you get a hold of Chase. There ain't no other 100%. way. I mean, and that's the thing is like if we get there and we start talking, we hit it off or whatever. You know, that's what I do with most people is like my car doesn't have my cell phone number on it, but I'm right. like, hey, I'll write it down there real quick or I'll, you know, hey, text me your number real fast or whatever. That's the easiest way because I mean, everybody has their phone on them and I can take two seconds to reply to that. Whereas right. when I'm trying to go through a hundred emails from day one to three of the show on top of all my other stuff, because, you know, people don't realize, yeah, a lot of the companies are good sized companies, but a lot of these companies are small companies still. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, there's less than 10 of us and we wear a lot of hats and it just depends on what's going on that day. You know, I do, you know, I'm the sales and imports director for the whole company. So on top of all this stuff, I have all that other to worry about on top of that, you know? So I do, I do try to get back to everybody, but sometimes I just don't. And I mean, and if I don't you get back to somebody for a while, on top of that, you still see everything that comes through Instagram, which is crazy. Like all the tags and all that. I mean, that, that's yeah. And that's what people realize. That's, like, a, that's a job in itself. Like you, you and Omar, like I can't even imagine that side of it. You know, I do. I literally at night, I silence my Instagram. I mean, because we get that yeah. much stuff. I mean, but, so I mean, we joke about, you know, I'm on Instagram a lot. It's because literally I see the feed all day. So yeah. now this is going to be over to Chase and to John. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, that's where I see a lot of terrible things I send you because you'd be late, you'd be crazy. Some of the stuff we get sent. Oh, I can. I, 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 I see a lot of stuff you get sent. It's crazy. And it's great. Uh, now this is actually a, a pretty fabulous question and it's so simple. Uh, mandatory carry says is giving industry people a business card a good idea or do they just throw them away that's a great question I'm gonna let john and uh, chase answer those i'll go first chase if that's cool with you i'm gonna say yes and no so yes because as an industry person the number of cards i have that like as time has progressed in in doing content on my side there's people that i've met at shows where i've been like Okay, well, there's there's somebody I want to contact and hold, or there's that, and I still have ghost cards somewhere in the trash can. I don't know, but but no, I hey, I it's better than most places it goes, you know. <laughs> well, I keep all I keep all my cards because you never know. Later down the line, you may have had a conversation with that person, and then you're like, yeah, you shoot you shoot them an email, and then they may have looked through their business cards and be like, oh. Okay, I remember this conversation. If you don't highlight what the conversation was in your email, it helps that maybe they wrote down notes or you wrote down notes on the back of that business card and handed it to them. And they've got notes now for later. But I've, I've kept all my business cards from media. I've kept all my business cards from businesses and companies because next, now as I am looking to expand and do other things, I have tons of contacts I can get a hold of. True. I will say something really similar to John. I'm the same way. Like if you look at my actual desk at work, I have like a big like box. Basically, it's just literally just tons of people's business cards in it. I, I for the most part, I save them all. There's some people I'm like, yeah, no. I <laughs> lost mine. Believe it or not, I have snobs. <laughs> for some reason, I do have snobs. I don't know why. But no, I mean, in all seriousness. I mean, you'll know real quick. And the people who are like, yeah, no. But no, the vast majority of people I've ever talked to who's given me a card, I have it. And I mean, I've got tons of cards from my previous life on the retail side of it still, and I still have tons from doing what I do now. And I keep all that because same thing like John said, you know, I may talk to somebody, it may be 
four or five months down the road and then something triggers it or I remember it or they send me something or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, and I go back and I look. I'm like, oh, that's this guy. We talked about this. But, you know, it jogs your memory. Plus, yeah. you never know what you might need or you could do something with or whatever down the road. So, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Somebody's got a card, you know, we'll take them. Especially me, it's lucky because we have all these booths. I don't have to carry all that stuff back myself. I can literally put it in a box and ship it back. So yeah. I don't mind taking stuff like that. Yep. Um, <clears throat> go ahead, Snob. I at least I have one thing off topic, but I'm really, you know, I have a real short attention span and I'll completely forget it because I thought about it like 45 minutes ago and then people were talking. So I just took this break to steal it. Um, yeah. One thing that helped me in 2020, and I don't know if Chris or She Fires or anybody else that's going for the first time this year has this ability or has a good relationship like this. One thing that helped me was I had a real good relationship with a gun shop in Tulsa, a really big gun shop. And he just out of the blue one day says, hey, swing by. He hands me a piece of paper that he, like a, a envelope, a used envelope that he scribbled it on for whatever reason. But it had like 40 different companies with a person to talk to. He said, go by there, tell him Kevin told you to come by from Sports World and say hi. And, you know, here's my contact there. Tell him you know me. And he said, I've told most of these that you'll be coming to shot and come by and see him. You know, he did it for me out of the blue. I didn't ask or anything. And it was super helpful with, especially with a lot of the bigger companies, you know, that didn't really want to give you the time of day. You know. Yeah. And see, things like what you're saying, that definitely helps because you know somebody's coming from a legitimate source. So, like, guys like that, especially some of the big buy group members that we deal with directly and that kind of stuff, those guys. Yeah, they tend to be the bigger, more higher volume dealers, but those guys get a lot of relations like directly with the companies versus smaller dealers who are buying through distribution only. So we get relationships with those guys. And so those are guys that are good to work with because they're easy to help network. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're coming up on it. I want to uh, let John real quick. I know you've got family stuff to go back to. Um, I'm gonna let you give your elevator speech right now, uh, to everybody out there about true shot gun club, uh, tell people I'll, I'll put the links out there in the description, all that to true shot It's true shot Go check them out. Uh, but anything you guys want to talk about real quick, John, about what you guys are doing, uh, any deals going on right now or anything that true shot needs to get out to the public right now, go for it. Yes, yeah, so the True Shot Gun Club is the number one ammo dealer in the state of Arizona. Put us top five in the country. We've got some of the best ammo prices out there on the market. Uh, right now, I've got some deals going on, just some after Christmas stuff. So just swing by and check it out. I've been out of the office for the last four days, so I don't know all of them off the top of my head, but they're all there uh, at TrueShotGunClub.com and uh, get everything you need ammo-wise from there. Absolutely. And like I said, you're going to be going as media this year, which will be a little bit different um, and all of that. So, yeah, go check out uh, True Shot. Not only do they have really awesome um, ammo prices, but they're actually they've got a YouTube channel also. They're doing a lot of ammo reviews and, and gun reviews out there. Um, so if you've never heard one of these ammo companies or whatever, chances are they've probably got a, a, a video about said company on their channel. So go check out their, um, I'm assuming you can get to their, your YouTube from your website, correct? That's correct. Or you can just go to YouTube and search true shot gun club. And it will also take you right back to the website. Absolutely. Uh, go check that out. Uh, Chase, I know you guys are ready to go. Like you said, you had a 53 foot truck show up and take the last bit of stuff out to, uh, shipped out to Vegas. 
Uh, no, it's your, you can't wait. It's your favorite week of the year, I'm sure. Um, but uh, tell people what you guys got going on. I know you got a lot of cool stuff that you can talk about, some that you can't quite talk about yet, but uh, uh, talk about EAA and all the brands, not just Gerson, but all the brands that you're working with and all of that, and I'll make sure that I put the link out there for you while you're doing that. Yeah, I mean, you know, like this week, like everybody else, has got a love-hate relationship with it. But <laughs> honestly, I'm looking forward to it because I enjoy it. I mean, I don't, I like the madness. So, yeah. you know, it's it's the behind the scenes stuff that's not real fun. But the uh, the actual week itself is pretty fun. But as far as we go, we got a lot of cool stuff. I mean, the best thing to do is come by. Obviously, check out the booths. Like all the newer people, I'd for sure come by and say, hey, you know, we'll give you the five cent tour around the place. You know, we'll have like what's in my picture you'll have the, some of the newer high power models we've got the pis so the detective size gun we're gonna have several new play toys floating around so it'll definitely be worth it you know it's not really a secret the new 10 millimeter c's some of y'all will get to play with those here real soon everybody coming to range day is definitely going to have a chance at a lot of the new stuff there's a lot of cool new products that are going to be dropping soon though absolutely Lots. yeah I mean, um Oh, good. No, I was gonna say, you know, we, you know, we're still obviously supporting the a car Churchill line and the wire revolvers. You know, they, those are the kind of the tried and true specials. We don't have to, you know, do too much talking about that. Everybody kind of knows about those. Right. We just, I'd like, I'd like to get more of them. That's a nice one. Yeah, I'd like to get more. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, real quick, this is for John Millsurp Duo out there. It says, uh, quick question for John from True Shot. I live in Illinois. And on my Ford card, it's valid, but there is no expiration date on the card. Can I still purchase ammo from you guys? I believe so. You'd have to just call in and talk to our compliance officer. That's the only thing. I'm I'm like 95% sure you just have to call in and talk to uh, ask for Sam and just say, hey, I got a question about some compliance stuff with uh, my Ford card. Yep. So just go to True Shot Gun Club. Find the phone number on the contact us, I'm assuming, and ask for Sam if you're talking to the compliance officer uh, and all that. Uh, I don't have that problem, so um, I don't I don't have to have a Ford card. So, um, but yeah, thanks. Uh, I know that that is a reality for a lot of people, but um, it is what it is. Um, real quick, uh, we can go through the line. Um, Marcus wants to know at SHOT Show, which companies are you guys looking forward to visiting the most? Um, let's start with Chris. Uh, first time we're there. Do you have, uh, some companies that you hands down, like you definitely want to go see? Um, honestly, I'm probably my most, I'm most excited to go meet Chris from Monstrum just cause I've had so much back and forth with him. I, I think it's going to be pretty cool to meet him in person. Uh, do you know what he looks like at all? I have no idea. <laughs> he does not look like anything that you expect to. Just saying, uh, when you meet him for the first time, be like, damn, Ghost was right. He doesn't look anything like I thought he would. <laughs> uh, all- oh, we lost you, Ghost. Your mic came unplugged or something, Ghost. I heard a click and then he was gone. I think you got it. You hear me now? You good? Yep. Good. Okay. Yeah. 
I didn't realize that I clicked that. Um, Snob, I'm going to go with you and say uh, any companies that you like really want to look forward to seeing. I mean, of course, EAA Corp is who I'm looking forward to seeing the most. And secondly, True Shot Gun Club. Suck you just go to the gun wow. snob when you wow. get your gun. <laughs> wow. never send him a gun. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dude, you haven't, but you haven't yet. What the hell's up? Yeah, I, know, so. I don't know what he's worried about. Hey, hey it has not been two years yet. <laughs> not been two years. The first year and a half of my existence of waiting for EAA, I was one of the guys that didn't know that they were no longer using that media company. Right. I was like, who the hell? Like this guy just or this girl, whatever it was, completely just stopped. Well, I didn't either. Like, yeah, I, did, I didn't either until yeah. what I guess I seen Chase it shot at uh, NRA or something, didn't I? Or something like that. I can't remember. I think it was, was, like, was, it I think shot? it was shot last year. Something like that. Yeah. I think it was shot last year. Yeah. Like, yeah. let's do it. Come on. Right. No, I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing a lot of companies. A lot of them I've worked with a lot. My buddies yeah. at LFA, looking forward to see them again. So, I mean, there's really not just one I'm looking forward to seeing. Yep. Yep. Uh, Gary, going to bring you in. Any companies that you, you kind of want to uh, can't wait to see again or for the first time? Uh, well, I made uh, initial contact with a number of knife companies last year. I'd like to follow up and see if we can do more of this next year. Mostly I look forward to hanging out with uh, the big time YouTubers, you know, <laughs> that I get yeah. to see when I'm in shot shows. So <laughs> hopefully yeah. as soon as I get there, I'm going to look up Mr. Big Kid and see if I can find him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're a son of a bitch. I'm going to watch my, <laughs> I'm going to watch my back this year because I've heard that sometimes you can get patches stuck onto your backpack when you're yeah. shot. Yeah, and when you do, they just take them home. They don't. <laughs> yep. They don't play the game or nothing. They just take them home. No. To be fair, he didn't know he had it on until he got home. Yeah, <laughs> and God, not just back to the Airbnb. Actually, home. Yeah. 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 The the whole idea is to pass that patch on and tag someone else. But no, no, Gary took it home with him. Right. Well, yeah, but I can put tape back on it and do it again this next year. You never know what'll happen. <laughs> but oh, uh, no, no, I'm just looking forward to uh, the opportunities that come about. Uh, always looking for new stuff too. Uh, but yeah, there you go. And, and if you guys are interested, if you're going for the first time and you want to meet the Gizzard Gary, he will be making a booth appearance in the fifth floor uh, restroom on Tuesday at 4 p.m. Uh, so he will be signing autographs in, in the first I think Ghost has a video he sent oh. me of, of him in that restroom. So he's on the south end. We got to be well, specific. So he's on the alternate <laughs> schedule. He's on the alternate schedule from Hickok. So if you walk by the bathroom and you see Hickok, if you'll just wait an hour, then Gizzard's shift yeah. will be. Gary coming. will be there after yeah. that. Well, yes. You'll yeah. know it's me and not Hickok because you won't see any feet sticking out from below the stall. <laughs> <laughs> you see feet dangling. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, too much info, man. Get it all out. Oh, it's oh, all about the angle of the dangle. That's right. Hey. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. You should let Rogue bring us out of this mess. Yeah, please please bring this back on the rails if you can. I don't can. know, man. I might, I might just bury us in it even deeper. You, you don't know can that. Can you? I'm just signing autographs in, on this shitter. I don't know if it can get any worse. <laughs> oh, oh, oh it, it can always get worse. Okay. All right. 
It could always get worse. But no, I'm you not going to. Pet this pussy again. That low. Good Gary's petting the pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, please, please, please say something, Rogue. <laughs> yeah. So um, no, I, I, you know, I'm just looking forward to to you know building up the relationships that I've already you know created. You know, I've had a lot of really great relationships that have uh, come out of this year. Uh, there is going to be a booth appearance for me, but I'm not allowed to talk about it yet. Um, so that kind of goes against the booth appearance, does it not? Well, they, they, they hey, want to handle hey, the market. We want you to come make a booth appearance, but we don't want you to tell a goddamn soul about it. No, no, I'm, <laughs> that sounds I, like a cool handle the market. Make sure you get they your, make hand- sure you get your clam shots done. You know, hey, <laughs> no, and, and, one, just saying there's not, no, there and, and and trust me, when they were talking about pictures, that was exactly what was going through my mind was the whole glam shots thing, uh, conversation with you and just don't uh, wear makeup. Just don't wear no, makeup. No, no, there's there, it is a it's a it's a range, it's a range uh, picture that uh that got pulled from one of the videos. But no, it's um they want to handle the marketing, which comes out soon and I'll be able to talk about it a little bit later on. But no, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of uh it's kind of just getting around and and uh, shoring up some relationships and then uh, building some new ones. Yeah, no, I hear you. Um, now, Chase, this is something that I think people don't quite get also. Um, although you are crazy busy, do you ever take time? Are there booze or are there products or their companies that you want to kind of, if you can sneak away for five or 10 minutes at a time throughout the week, are there companies or booze that you go check out? Absolutely. I mean, I am a gun whore at heart. So, yes, you I mean, are. Just because I work for one particular company doesn't mean I don't like a lot of stuff from others. Plus, you know, like everybody else, it's a good time to see all your friends. You don't get to see that often anymore. Right. So, you know, it's a good chance for to go catch up with people you don't get to see, but a few times a year. And sometimes, if you catch him just right, you can actually walk around with him to go see the other folks and the other booths which is kind of cool please don't tell me that y'all hold hands and skip please don't no, tell me that. no not. it's more like the truffle shuffle but it's all right yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh my god oh. i'll do the truffle shuffle with you chase let's go uh this is I mean, this is gonna be a theme, isn't it? Around, i mean don't you know if i'm not the booth i think, I I think we need to go about phone. 10 wide interlock arms and just take over an aisle and just just plow people over I mean, that's how a certain big YouTube channel did it at Range Day in 20 and just kind of escorted me right out of the booth while 40 of them just walked in. It's what happens. Yeah, I get it. I'm sorry. I My entourage was a bit rude. I it apologize. was rough with your entourage. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I see, I see a lot of the reels and entourage, so shorts. They remind me of Ghost when it's the little short guy in the... You know, and they just like throw a Hot Wheels toward him, and it runs him over. <laughs> Up your butt, Jobu. <laughs> uh, yeah, we call ourselves the Munchkins. That's my entourage. So you know, it is what it is. Um, John, you're going as media this year. Um, so, so what are I know that you're going as media because you, you're actually trying to work some of the media side of of the ammo company. But what are some of the brands that you're looking forward to either working with or going to see or meeting for the first time? I'll see. I'm going to, I work with Mossberg now, but I'm excited to kind of get more face to face time with them. Uh, I'm really excited. 
excited to go see Oracle with their new 320-2011 hybrid baby thing that everybody's seeing out there right now. Uh, other than that, just kind of talking to some, just following up with a lot of the people we already work with and talk with and, you know, maybe maybe stop by and see Chase. Probably going to stop by and see Chase at some point. I got a meeting set up with him, so at some point I'm going to stop by and see Chase. Yeah. At some point, we'll probably talk. Yeah, at some point. (laughs) I mean, he's the only person that's, like, nice enough to set an appointment or a booth appearance or anything. Just saying. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I mean, you got you got ghosts and clover over there. They said something. You have denied me. You have denied me, you know, admission into the booth to set up a meeting. So, I mean, I don't know what to do. Like, maybe if I just tag along with John, he'll let me in. My schedule's kind of open-ish still, so, you know, you can set up an appearance all you want. He told me He told me I could do a booth appearance at Friday at 6 p.m., I think is what he told me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. It's usually packed. It's usually packed. I always think, like, Monday at 5 p.m. There you um, go. Monday at 5 p.m., the place is packed in there. Oh, yeah. So busy. Um, so busy. No, I mean, all seriousness, we got actually, to actually Monday at 5 o'clock, you are pretty damn busy. Just saying. Yeah, Monday at 5 o'clock. It's like last minute. Oh, get all this shit together. Yeah, um, exactly. But no, we don't think you're crazy, like, huh? Some fun stuff. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. We'll talk about that off air, sure. Yeah, yeah. That, that's uh, if your crate shows up on time. That's the big thing. If your crate doesn't show up on time, you're there until like 8. Or later. Uh, we bribe well. Don't worry, sir. Yeah. Uh, let's start with Chris. Chris, thanks for coming on, buddy. I'm really looking forward to seeing you again, and I know you're going to knock it out. Uh, real quick, I'm going to say uh, I'm going to give you the floor. If you have any questions uh, for any of us or for Chase or John or just in general about SHOT, um, go ahead and ask them now and then tell people where they can find you and, and what you're planning on uh, doing. Like, How do you plan on covering SHOT, whether it's shorts or Instagram or doing full-length videos, whatever that is? Um yeah, go ahead and, and, and tell me where they can find you and what you plan on how you plan on covering shot. All right. Uh, well, appreciate the invite. It was a great show again. And uh, you're gonna have to learn, bro. You just have to jump in. Like, <laughs> like I know you don't mind being the fly on the wall, but you're gonna, especially with all these people on here, you just gotta jump in and just say, tell everybody shut the hell up. You're bigger than most of us, so we'll probably listen to you. Just saying. <laughs> now I do appreciate all the shows you guys have been doing on this because I, you know especially for a first time we're going into this, not knowing what to expect. This has been a big help. You're uh, going to do fine. I he's really going to be upset when he finds out everything we said was lies. Right. Absolute <laughs> lies. Yeah. All lies. Uh, uh, no, I appreciate just, Jason, uh, you. Just find out on your own, bro. You just got to find out on your own. Now I appreciate Chase and John. Uh, you know, John was, I got a lot of good answers last week when we were on gear report mm-hmm. and uh so it's nice to hear the uh side of the non-media side um what they're looking for and stuff so yeah i've been learning a lot from these shows as far as what i'm expecting going into it i i'm one of them people that i'm doing pre-show prep but i'm just one of those people you just got to throw me into the mess and i got to figure it out i kind of thrive in chaos so I'm the same way. There's something about a great mosh pit that I just love. And it, and it sounds crazy, but the chaos of a mosh pit, like there's, it, it is, it's weird. I don't, I don't know why it is, but for some people, I think like you're probably one of them, but for some people, the chaos brings calmness to me. 
Um, that's just the way I'm, I'm, I'm built, I guess. It's always, uh, I enjoy the chaos. I, I find a little bit of beauty in chaos and I can kind of maneuver my way through that a little bit easier than others can. I don't know why. Yeah. I think for me, I mean, it's been all these years I've been, so, you know, I've been self-employed since my middle mid twenties and I just, you can sit and the night before and think something over and over and over again in your head. And when you get there, it's, it's completely the opposite of what you thought. So um, I just need to, I just need to get there and, uh, and figure it out. And that's what I did at Wanamaker. And, you know, I didn't know what to expect when I got there either. And I know this is a lot bigger scale, but I'll figure it out when I get there. I'll, like you're you going to do just fine. Well, that's kind of one of the things. What you just said is kind of an important thing. Yep. No matter how much you plan for it, whenever you walk in there in your first five minutes, no matter how many people you've talked to, you're going to be like, uh, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm making a total change of directions right here in the middle of it. Yep, 100%. And that's just the way it goes. And and, and we talk about it all the time, and it, it sounds cliche, but you got to be fluid at shot. you just got to be fluid. You have to be willing to... Uh, I, I think it's great to be prepared to have a plan, but that plan has to be able to put on hold immediately and, and say, you know what? It was a great idea, but it just ain't going to work out. Um, sometimes the best plan is no plan. Sounds bad, but that's the way it goes. What's the saying? No, um, uh, no battle plan last uh, survives the first contact with the enemy. Yeah, all, every good plan is great until the first shot's fired, and then... At that point, it's just it's just reacting. Um, I mean, you can have a plan all you want, but as soon as that first shot goes off, at that point, it's just react, and and that's really what it is. Is you got to be able to react quickly, think on your feet, um, and take care of your feet. That's 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 a true statement. Take care of your feet, hydrate, and wear comfortable shoes. Just saying. That's fantastic advice for people who haven't done this before. Whatever you think are comfortable shoes, you better make absolutely <laughs> sure. Because when you walk around about 19 miles in the next, like in two days, you'll find out real quick how good they are or not. Yeah, please, please, I, 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 I beg you, please break in your shoes during shot show. Please do that. I'm wearing stilettos this year, boys. I will pay money to watch that. Big money. I got, I got a hundred bucks right here. I don't know if I can find them in my size, but you know, not, they have to be weight out. supporting too. And it's this thing if you actually did that. There, there's probably a shop somewhere in Vegas you could find those. Yeah. Vegas, there's a drag queen shop, so I'm sure you could find nice high pink lights, nice pink high heels. Just saying, if you're smart, you can finance shot show. You could get this paid for just by wearing them for. Mm-hmm, a um g23 wants to know who's going to stick chris with a bar tab probably all of us uh that, that, that's a, there's a possibility uh you do realize chris that being the new guy you do have to buy the first round of drinks at the circle bar just saying yes that it's not me this year that's right yeah, yeah. it's open too this year <laughs> it is open this year yep. oh yeah also don't be the first person drunk around clover's wife <laughs> she'll embarrass you Oh yes, you will. <laughs> um, and please do all that you can to get Paul drunk. 
please. It's in oh. our best interest, all of our best interest, to have Paul drunk. Beautiful. It won't take much, but I'm just saying it's in our make best sure, interest. And him. make sure he eats lots of Tootsie Rolls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That jokes are coming. Oh, oh my God. Oh. All right. Uh, snob, any comments, questions, whatever uh, about shot? And can I tell people how you plan on uh, covering shot this year? How do we kind of talk um, about it? I'm excited for it. And how I plan on covering it, I'm going to walk in a booth. My entourage is going to clear everyone else out. I don't care what kind of business deals are going on. I'm going to say, mm -hmm. hey, don't you know who I am? When they say no, I'm going to say, well, I know Ghost and Clover. And they're going to say, oh, okay, okay, okay. And I'm gonna say, give me free stuff. They're gonna, they're gonna say, yeah. I know goes and Clover gonna say, please leave. Please the leave. Pale Tatanka demands tribute. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh, good God! I can't wait for two more weeks. It can't come soon enough. I'm just ready to go to Shot Show, have some fun, meet That's some, right. or meet some new people, and see a lot of my friends from that I only get to see once or twice a year. Yeah, no, I hear you. That's it's, my design. Uh, mm -hmm. I didn't say you were my friend. I didn't say oh, I was either. Snap. That is actually my Indian name, Chase, and I am Indian, so. I knew it. I knew it. It's okay. <laughs> you guys don't want to see the private chat going on. Just saying. You don't want to see the private chat in this thing. Uh, probably you do, but you're not going to see the private chat. This it's day. in the best interest of your channel if you don't share it. Of, of everybody's channel at this point and everyone's business, I think, at this point. Look, um, all they have bro, to know is come to SHOT, hang out with us, and they'll find out everything they didn't want to know. Wow. All right. Yeah, my liver's already hurting. I'm just saying. Just saying. Already hurting. Uh, Rogue, uh, any questions, comments that you have, and then uh, what are you looking forward to? Like, how are you going to be covering shot and all that this year? Yeah, I uh, no, I'm just looking to build on the knowledge of last year because I had someone that was awesome that you know took me around for the first half of the day, and then I ditched him after that. Booker was um, gone. I turned around, he was gone. I was like, damn, he doesn't need my ass anymore. <laughs> Which was awesome because you did great, but I was like, I literally turned around and was like, okay, he gone. <laughs> I was like, rogue who? <laughs> but uh, no, it's uh, it's 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 all just kind of building on the knowledge from last year, and uh, and uh, probably Instagram. Now that I got uh, an Instagram account back, well, I guess I should say now I have a new Instagram account. Um, wow. Uh, you know, you'll see some more content there and then shorts and things like that. Um, but yeah, I don't plan on doing full booth interviews, um, because really I'm there to, to meet people, talk to people and, uh, and, um, really kind of work the business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, my last, before I go to Clover, I do have one last question for Chase and John from the industry side. Would you rather have someone come in as a media and do a booth review or interview or just have a conversation off camera? Do you guys prefer one or the other? Uh, I, either way. I mean, I it, it all depends on, for me, I, I don't mind being on camera, but it all depends on the person and what type of day you're getting them. Because if, if I just had three bad meetings in a row and – Clover was in the booth for like 10 minutes talking shit. I, 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 I might not want to do an interview at that point, but 
Uh, I'd rather, the other thing, I'd just rather get it to you in hand and just have you shoot it for yourself. If it's a gun or, or ammo, you know, just shoot it yourself. Because that way, there's more legs on that than that booth review. To me, that there's more, it's more evergreen content as it starts to go on and that, that product starts hitting yeah. store shelves and you talking about it for 30 seconds and then you move on to the next booth in whatever segment it is. Yep, I hear you. Chase, would you rather just have a conversation with someone or do you mind the booth interviews or what do you what, what do you recommend or what do you prefer from the company side? I mean, I'm pretty fluid, so I can roll with however somebody wants to do it. <clears throat> I mean, I find it's easier to get more in-depth information just having a conversation with somebody versus somebody trying to shoot, you know, a 60-second video and you just have to give them the yeah. quick fire points on something. But I'm, I can roll with whatever. It's pretty easy for us. Got you. But I'm like, yeah. John, you know, if you just came out of like, you know, a couple of rough meetings or whatever, you know, people can generally read people. You know, if everybody looks pissed off in the booth, it's probably the best time to come strolling up one to get a peppy 60-second interview. You know, I'll, like I said, I always do my best to talk to everybody, but read the room. <laughs> read the room. And, and honestly, that's, that's really probably some of the best advice anyone can ever get is read the room and i said this before if you walk up to a booth and everyone's busy and there's not anyone to talk to at that point don't be the guy over there that's like making noises and being disgruntled because everyone's busy be courteous to the people that are filming and are talking to them because you'd want them to do the same thing for you but yeah read the room and all that what's up snob uh you want to talk about something Oh, I was just going to say, so does that mean you shouldn't be trying to get peppy interviews at 3 o'clock on Friday afternoon? Is that not the best time? There, are, there are certain <laughs> booths that you could do that with. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. You can talk to him while you want to at 5 o'clock on Friday. He'll <laughs> <laughs> put you to work while he does it. What the hell did you just send us? Oh, oh my God. Okay. You have some, bro, you have issues that you need to get worked out in your life. I'm just saying, Chase. That's you know you're a, going to see that show at Vegas. Come on now. Damn straight. Damn straight. 100%. Yes, I am. 100%. All right. Uh, I was told that I gizzarded gizzard. Um, so I forgot. Uh, Gary, any questions or comments that you have? And and and, and how do you, what do you plan on <clears throat> doing to cover shot? And where can they find you to do that? Well, in first place, I'm quite forgettable, so it's understandable. But wow. uh, <laughs> there is a confidence they're all looking for. <laughs> there you go. Uh, no, um, probably, probably only do a handful, even if that of uh, long format videos. Uh, concentrate more on the Instagrams, the shorts. And uh, like everybody else said, making contacts and making inroads with some of these companies and touching base with people I met last year and yeah. uh, hopefully getting back in touch with them because I've, you know, I had some people I touched base with last year and then met some of them again at NRAM. So I think mm -hmm. we've got a pretty good dialogue going on if I could just follow up. So uh, that's pretty much where I'm at. Well, I, I think you bring up a good point there as well is, is, you know, someone like Chris and all that, and some of the newer people that are going to be going for the first time, 
uh, and, and you do create those contacts with different industry people or whatever, um, and you see them at NRAM, and then you see them at maybe USCCA or something like that, and then you see them again next year at SHOT Show, then you see them again at NRAM. You know, what, what, I, what I tell people all the time is very, very seldomly does it happen where you meet someone at SHOT Show or NRAM at a, at a company, and you hit it off right there, and you start doing work together. There has to be that courting from both sides. You have to court them. They need to court you. Make sure that this is a relationship they want to deal with. Um, you're someone they want to have their products with. You're they're a company that you want to put you know your stamp on as well. Um, so it, it's not going to just happen usually with Shot Show. It's going to take you know a year or two of going to multiple different events, seeing the same people over and over, and and, and really cultivating that friendship and relationship. Uh, so if you're out there thinking that just by going to shot, you know, you're going to start getting relationships with, with companies, um, that's not necessarily the case. You're going to have to work at that and make sure that they they see you and they know that you're a viable um, person to, to, to work with. And and you need to make sure that company is someone you want to work with. And, yes, that that is something. Um, there are companies out there that you may or may not want to put your your name across and do business with. Just saying. You know, um, yeah, there there are companies out there, and that's that's a real thing. But no, uh, I'm, I can't wait. Everyone knows that it's my favorite week of, sh- of the year is shot. So uh, <clears throat> bringing in Clover because now we got Clover. He might have about forty five minutes of things he wants to talk about. So go ahead and kick your feet up, Doubt and Clover, it. you got the floor. Doubt it, man. So I dropped the link earlier to the um, clovertech.com slash shot2023, which is the Ghost and Clover sticker sweepstakes. We had a couple Absolutely. of people pick stickers up already off of that. So thanks. And a big thanks yeah. to those that have, you know, I, I keep wanting to mention this because people keep doing it. Um, there are people that are buying stickers and then donating the entry to other people. That's totally mm. acceptable. You just got to let us know who you want the entries to go to. Um, yep. And huge thank you for the people that are doing that that's crazy pretty awesome um, yeah we are somewhere around 50 left and once 200 are gone and we're being optimistic they will be gone before we uh we hit the shot um hopefully by around the first of the year right um and uh, as soon as they're gone we will draw for that 1600 prize package which does include a uh, Gerson handgun from EAA. Thanks, Chase. And ammo from True Shot Gun Club. Thanks, John. How about that? Uh, along with a ton of other of other cool stuff. Uh, and then we've got that secondary prize. Thanks. Our runner-up prize, I guess is what we'll call it. That CERT training pistol. Uh, thanks yep. to Gun Websites, uh, Riding Shotgun with Charlie, and Meet the Pressers. Uh, That's right. Who uh, kicked in on that. So, um yeah, what do I got? I don't think I have much else. I was going to talk about that. And then, um, yeah, with Shot, I mean, there's a few companies. I mean, I've, I've, I've hit off a pretty good relationship with MTM Case Guard uh, after having them on the podcast and everything. And, man, as big of a company as they are in my mind, it was kind of like meeting the guys with Dylan and some yeah. other companies like that that, You've seen their stuff around for years, you know what I mean? And they just almost seem larger than life, and they're just yeah. regular guys doing their regular thing. You know what I mean? 
I want to butt in right there. That that podcast this season with you and MTMK Guard was one of my favorites you did all year. I found that very interesting. They're a very interesting company, and that was a very interesting podcast. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, go check that one out. I didn't know the history of them either. That one was cool. That was was a really good podcast, in my opinion. Yeah. I hate to brag on Clover. I think there was a lot this last season. I think there was several that was that was really good. I think it was. Oh really yeah, good. I just really enjoyed that one. And hopefully it gets better. I mean, that's the point. Just to, well, I hope out, so. to put out a good podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so, we, all hope, we all hope we all hope our shit gets better. Well, over time. at the first, yeah, but at, at the at the first of this live, you know, I talked about yeah. things. We talked about things coming up and for twenty three yeah. with you know my channel, your channel, and collaboration between the two and a lot of other stuff. So, yeah. Um, yeah, some some things are going to be are coming up this fun, but yeah, I mean, getting a hang with with Chase and John, and you know, if I think about the normal people, uh, Trailblazer, right? Uh, yeah, Lock Grips, Zeke, from Savior, Man, Zeke, Zeke yeah. Sedini, you know, Pincus, yeah, Tony and, Simon. I mean, Tony, I got to take him, Tony. Yeah, uh, there might be there might be a sticker, and there's sticker. I'm just saying, there yeah. might be a sticker coming out. The list, you know, the list goes on and on and on of of just the. A bunch of people. Yeah. I mean, you really only see them at these uh, at these events and these shows, even though some of them you talk to on a regular basis, you know, daily. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, yeah. Uh, ch- uh, chase. <laughs> sometimes, like twenty times a day. Seventeen but, times a day. Yeah, <laughs> getting weird ass fucking pictures and videos. As he goes, ding, 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 all day long. Oh, like, chase, oh, yeah, killing man, me, killing me, chase. You're killing me. But um. Uh, yeah, I mean, definitely looking looking forward to. See, it. that's I, the reason I, he hasn't sent my gun because he's too busy DMing you memes. That's fair. That's fair. Sorry about that. And I'm looking forward to the. Uh, sorry, not sorry. I'm looking forward to the trip. I mean, I think out of. Are you driving, Rogue? You How long does you drive, Rogue? Yeah. Uh, I do it in two days, but uh, if I uh, if I hit it hard, it'd be about. About eighteen hours. <laughs> yeah, I drive, but yeah. Anyway, so like, do you stop like in Salt Lake or something, or or in Colorado uh, Salt, somewhere? Or uh, no, I, I go because for me it's easy. It's I get on I fifteen and I'm I don't get off until Vegas. Um, oh, okay, so, nice. Wow. Yeah. So for me, I usually go a couple hours south of Salt Lake, and then um, and then I'll just make a push in the morning. But yeah. uh, my dog's hitting here. He's been, he's, he's, it's like playtime for him right now. Um, but uh, I almost had half of my trip. Let the ATF see him. Yeah, I know, right? Um, that's, that's the reason why I'm not an, an FFL anymore. Um, I almost had half of my trip financed this year because uh, my day job has a, has a place in Salt Lake. Uh-huh. And, um, I almost had it had it lined up where the week before shot I was going to work in Salt Lake. Oh, and nice! Then they push into shot, but that fell through this year. But maybe next year. Yeah. Well, we've go. got we've got about I don't know seven or eight hours probably to Amarillo, and there's no interstate. But then once we hit that, it's it's pretty smooth sailing. It's straight shot Amarillo, yeah, not straight yeah. shot, but I mean it's Amarillo all the way to Kingman, Arizona, and then you jet north into Vegas. So. Um, you know, it's not a, yeah, we'll definitely be there by morning. Uh, very, very, very early, early morning, but we'll be there by morning for sure. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, uh, the drive is always kind of cool. Uh, Grand Canyon at daylight. 
Yeah. Uh, I enjoy flying over the Grand Canyon as I make my way on final approach to Vegas. You know, I'm fine this year, but I really enjoy the drive. It is a lot of fun driving, isn't it, Gary? Oh, wait, he sleeps. Uh, that's the only way I can, you know, I can get through it. Because if I'm asleep, I don't see impending doom coming. So, Wow. Did you die? Huh? He doesn't know. Did you die? Not yet. But, <laughs> this you know, one might be heaven for him. I don't know. You don't want to roll the dice too many times. You're going to hit snake eyes eventually. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, all right. Uh, two and a half hours of this. I, I promise you, you're not getting your money back if you try. Uh, what I suggest you do is uh, if you don't like the content we're putting out, uh, we do have a complaint email, and, and we're all serious about this. We do have a complaint email, and we do read those emails. And we, we, we all are, share the same email. We're nice about it. We are, we are, but we we all we also want to know what we can do better. So if you're out there and you're not liking uh, what we're doing, send your um, just just put the title like I don't know. Well, you can just put whatever you want, but just something put like, you know, criticism or you suck or um, something like that. And we'll know what it means, but send your emails to our, literally, go ahead and send your emails. It's a real email address. Yes, it is. I'm not just throwing it out there. Uh, throw the email out there to shootingleftofcenter at gmail.com and put something like you suck or um, please change this or whatever. And, and we'll look at those emails and try to make... Um, any any changes that we can uh like i said shooting left of center at gmail.com uh more importantly guys uh looking forward to it next week i think we've got uh lionheart and either b or g or I, I, actually you know what i think it might be cat i can't remember it might be cat with global ordinance coming on uh, and obviously the, the normal crew and Chase and John are more than welcome to always join. They always get links, but we'll have a good time. We're trying to bring in uh, a different side of shot that some people usually don't get a chance to bring some of the industry in and, and talk about their experiences of shot. Uh, what we're trying to do with all of these shot show shows, shot show shows, that's interesting, is to get more people to go, to get more people interested in turning your cameras on and covering the largest industry show that we have every year. Um, oh, thank you. Uh, she fires throws out a, a nice super chat. Appreciate you. Says, thank you for all the help. The past several weeks immensely helpful. Not a problem. And I did get your email. Um, I have not had a chance to read it, but I will read it uh, tonight and I will send back maybe some notes tomorrow morning if that works for you. But uh, yeah, I'll be more than happy to help you on that. Uh, but thank you again, she fires. I appreciate it. Uh, but we're trying to get more people to to want to go to shot. And a lot of people I think are intimidated of shot. A people, a lot of people think, well, I can't go. I'm not big enough or uh, whatever. And I say that just go. And, and a lot of us in this room will tell you that the first step to going is to making that decision, saying, look, I'm going to go. And we talked, Snob actually did one of the best things uh, that I've seen in a long time. We were in an after chat after Wanamaker with Chris and Snob basically shamed Chris um, in a private phone call, but he basically shamed him, but it was a great thing. And we basically said, look, if you get a chance, if you think you can go, we'll help you and make sure that you get to Vegas, you get approved as media. And within three days later, four days later, Chris goes from not going to shot to like, 
booking his hotel and getting approved for shots. So you have a large um, a large crew to help you. There'll be a support cast here to help you in any way possible. Uh, there are people in the industry that understand um, that there are new people and, and all of that. They're here to help. But Chase and John have been great to help out with some ideas and tips. G23 is I want to go to the finances in order. Hey, I understand that, bro, and finances are part of it. Uh, just think about this. Shot shows basically the same week every year in January. So if you don't have the finances right now, I understand that. Make the conscious decision to go in 2024. And all you got to do is, you know, let's let's say save 100 bucks or 50 bucks a month for the next year. And if nothing else, that's a big, big chunk of, of getting to Vegas and all that. If you really want to go, sacrifice something. Sacrifice this, that, and the other. Um, bro, I'm going to tell you straight up, G23, I love you, man. Like, you have supported our our mission to send care packages overseas and downrange to a bunch of our guys. You spend a lot of money throughout the year uh, helping me do that. And I truly, 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 truly appreciate that. But I would much rather you save some of that in the next year and put that into a shot show, Kitty, to get you to shot show. That's just the way it is. Like I'd rather you see you do that. Like I get, I, I love the fact that you help us out with that. I'd rather you keep some of that. Sometimes just put it off in the side and put that into a kitty and say you literally start a shot show jar, putting a dollar, five dollars at a time. Whenever you spare change, you never know over the next year what you're going to be able to raise and all of that. So it, it might help. But yeah, that's what these shows are about: getting people to go, people to experience shot show, people get people involved in the industry. Um, understand that the industry is much bigger than just what you see on YouTube. And there's a lot of stuff that happens at SHOT Show. Um, you get to see a lot of things. You get to meet a lot of people that you probably would never get a chance to meet or talk to in a different way. But, um, yeah, I mean, Clover, we all, we all have our things that we do that help us pay for shot we we we, i put that in the private but i mean i don't mind saying it but uh, you know i've been saving cans for the last several years aluminum cans they're going to they're going to the recycler this week and it's going into the shot show fund you know you do what you got to do yeah absolutely um for sure it's just one of those that um you know shot show is an important an important event for our industry uh, it's an important for for media to cover it. It's important to help out these companies that we like, the companies that we support, the companies that we trust with their products. It's important for us to get out there and cover these companies um, to make sure that everyone knows what kind of products they're putting out. I love Chase and I love John, and, and uh, these are friends of mine. But let's just that's fucked up, by the way. I'm not gonna, <laughs> my god, <laughs> um, but it is one of those things to where, um, you know, even if they weren't friends of mine and I like their products, I still want to make sure I get to their booze and, and make sure that my audience knows about their products that, um, and all that. But that's just part of it. It's, it's, it's part of it. It's a great time, a great week. We'll have a lot of fun, it'll be a lot of hard work, we'll be tired. It'll be definitely be worth it. So if you're out there and you're thinking about going a shot, just go. The old Nike had it. Just do it. That's really all you got to do is just do it. 
Um, but yeah, thanks for watching two and a half hours of this for the 14 people, two hours and 41 minutes into this thing. They're still here. God bless you. Uh, I don't know what your problem is in life, but I, I, I appreciate you being weird with us. If you're watching this in replay or listening to this in podcast, I truly don't have the words to say how fucked up in the head that you are, but I truly do appreciate it. You will not get your money back, but if you lasted this long, Maybe you'll come back next week. We'll see you soon, guys. Happy New Year. Uh, we'll see you in 2023. That's kind of crazy to think about. The next time we see each other is in 2023. But uh, yeah, have, have a safe weekend. Happy New Year. Simplify.